Welcome to Two Guys and a Wedding, a podcast where Joshua and I watch wedding movies, TV shows, in order to become the perfect wedding guests on the planet. And I'm Chris. I'm Joshua. And we got... And? Oh, you're going to say it? Oh, Brittany! We got Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm here. Take t- hold on, hold on. Take two. We got... <laughs> Brittany! Oh, man, Take Two was rough. Okay, uh, <laughs> Brittany is the bride, for everyone who doesn't know. She's the bride. Welcome. How you doing, Brittany? I'm doing so good. Thank you guys so much for having me, and uh, thank you guys for studying up on how to be good wedding guests, because I expect you now to be the best. L- look, the after w- watching so many of these movies, it's not that hard to be a good wedding guest. It's... <laughs> it's pretty easy to avoid being a shitty wedding guest and these movies make it seem so much harder because there's so many shitty wedding guests there's so yeah, many shenanigans know. that could be just circumvented if you know what to do and now chris and i know like, what to do really don't be no. a wolverine yeah or don't be a wolf well, man oh oh uh werewolf <laughs> yeah werewolf werewolf don't, don't be, be a, a wolverine either wait did yeah. we watch x-men or twilight wait oh, a minute i watched the wrong <laughs> one guys hold on Brittany just second. watched all the x-men movies fuck god i thought you not, know, not a single wedding for in preparation for this episode uh Brittany, the bride who we've always wanted on this show we, we worked really hard to get her we, we talked to all of our we called in as many favors as we could and her one stipulation was that she gets to choose the episode and uh, or the movie rather and Brittany what movie did you pick on our prestigious list uh I chose Twilight and when I chose Twilight I made note that I would be watching all of Twilight and wouldn't just be skipping forward and I'm I'm (laughs) pleased to share with the audience that you guys also hopped on that task with me exactly because the the single movie technically on the list is Twilight Breaking Dawn part one but we just went all in. We went uh, hog, as they say. We are now guests in the fandom. We have taken off our shoes. We've, we've entered the house. We're saying hello. And we're, we are now temporary experts of Twilight. How's it going, everybody? I think I've watched more Twilight than the average Twilight viewer at this point. <laughs> I would like to also note that I am a past reader of Twilight. So, um, Whoa, in, someone's yeah. literate. Yeah, that's me. And Wait, in so high school... All the books. I think so. I might have mm-hmm, missed the mm-hmm. last one because Ooh. I definitely had not seen the movies, the last two movies until this week. Oh. And yeah, and it was, I, I remembered the Breaking Dawn part one uh, plot points. I didn't remember Breaking Dawn part two plot points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although I think Wedding I did read it. It just baby. didn't stick with me. Yeah. We watched all the movies. We're not going to cover every single one of the movies, but I do want to do like a general overview thoughts of each movie. So I, well, first of all, you were a fan from childhood, Brittany. Did, were you, were these movies just like schlock for you or was it more like genuine romance? Like how, how did you read these when you were little or younger? Yeah. I mean, it was like 16, but, um, okay. So not that young, <laughs> no, but I think no. you're right age range. Yeah. Um, the movies were shit compared to the books um i was excited i was excited about them regardless you know for the for all the irony and weirdness that the movies bring to my life (laughs) uh i was very excited for them but uh i remember thinking they were trash right but the books were genuinely good (laughs) <laughs> the books were addicting as hell. Yeah. The okay, books the, yeah. the books were a good read. They were a fast read. They 
made more sense than the movie does with a lot of the like terrible plot point the movie has. I find that hard to believe. I find that very hard to yeah. believe. And they just yeah. it, she wrote it better than the movies show things. Okay, I, I kind of get that. Uh, but do, were you when you were younger? Were you Team Edward, Team Jacob? Which, by the way, I have something to say about the teams because now I'm actually rewatching them. The team dynamic never made sense to me. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, although in the first movie, it's like a clearly Team Jacob because Edward sucks. Like, Edward's an yeah. asshole. Edward's a he weirdo really who talk wants to, her. to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. But to answer your question, um, actually, we'll take oh. off my sweater. Um, Whoa. What a reveal. Oh, my yeah. God. What a twist. Yeah, this I, early in the podcast, less than 10 minutes. Yeah, in. I just, I, well, I had to wear it well for this podcast, but I do have a Edward Twilight shirt. Um, and on the back, if you can see, it says, can you read it? Edward, what if I'm not, I can't see your, the mic is brought. Okay. What if I'm not the hero? What if I'm the bad guy? Whoa. Yeah. Dude. But also what if he's actually just the hero? Like what if he's actually yeah exactly yeah what if actually he's this, just like a nice guy I bought this at Hot Topic um mm. uh I think I bought it as a gift for this foreign exchange student that was leaving because we all thought it was funny Twilight was just like a joke to us even mm, though sure. I was reading the books um <laughs> Secret, <then> I, secretly <laughs> no I was I remember being in media class uh. And I would be reading the books and my friends would take the book from me and then use the book as a soccer ball. And like, we all thought Whoa. it was hilarious. <laughs> Man, but... Like I was like still into it, but it was just funny. Cause I was like, yeah, Twilight sucks from what. And then you're like, okay, Twilight. give me my book back. Please don't lose my page. <laughs> yeah. Like, please. and it was, they were big books. And um, yeah, but then I kept this shirt because it was too funny. So I think that I, first of all, I want a shirt like that, but I'm afraid it's going to cost a lot of money these days. I don't know why, <laughs> but I think that it's going to cost like like four hundred dollars to find a shirt like that. <laughs> guarantee, but, I guarantee you can probably find one for eighteen dollars. Okay, that sounds more reasonable. Yeah. Um, I think that Twilight gets a bad rap on re like on watching it for rewatching the first one. I've seen uh, Eclipse and Twilight the first one before. Um. Don't really didn't really remember them, but on rewatching, I think I think it gets a bad rap just because it was like one of the first of its kind to be this popular, and so it was like easy for a lot of people to like shit on it, especially like teenage guys who were just like this is fucking girly shit, <laughs> and it's like it's like a power fantasy for girls, like you know. Yeah, the the bummer about it is, I think, in terms of book versus movie, is in the book Edward is hot, like Edward <laughs> right. is one hundred percent hot and in the movies he is so fucking gross and weird and creepy <laughs> and and it's just so uncomfortable like it's so uncomfortable because i know what he's supposed to be like how you know the Whoa. description of sparking skin is much better than seeing it sure although i stand by that if the average person sees sparkly skin their first thought is that person has like glitter on their body not that like yeah. they're an unholy monster so i've do i've done a little bit of research into this and apparently apparently as told in a howard stern interview robert pattinson revealed that the brooding element of edward is something that was a little bit more of not necessarily his own creation but his own direction that he took with the character much to the point that he almost got fired from 
from being Edward, like on set. And he was working with the producers and they were like, you're being too broody and you're being too emo. And he was like, no, no, I think this, the character should be this. And this is his words, not mine. Like some people brought him like the book and highlighted passages where it's like, no, Edward's not a fucking weirdo who's he's smiling all the time and he's happy and he loves Bella. And then he like in response highlighted passages where he saw like, no, this guy's emo, this guy's brooding. And then they eventually met a happy compromise and he toned it back apparently a little bit in the filming of the movie. Yeah. But, like uh, in, as the movies go along, but like the first like two movies, he's just, well, like, apparently, I mean, you know, better than me, I guess, or better than Rob Robert Pattinson, apparently. He he's yeah. way over the top in the first one to the point where I so let's just start talking about the first one real quick. Yeah. I just yeah. want to say my feelings on it are it's weird that they made him 109 years old because if they actually <laughs> made him a real teenager like he's recently turned a vampire a couple years ago, his character would make so much more sense why he's immature and brooding all the time. Yes, because it's like oh yeah, like he because he's struggling with shit too. Like he doesn't understand shit. But, uh, like, if a 109-year-old throwing fits like him, like, taking off his shirt and, like, shining in the sunlight and being like, this is real, this is a monster in me. It's like, dude, you had a century to figure this out. They, they like... try to play both sides of that. They're like, he's so sensitive and intellectual and he fucking listens to Claire de Lune because he's an old man or some shit like that. Like, he's, he's 109, so he's got that side of the, you know, maturity. But then at the same time, exactly what you said, for some reason, he's a brooding 17-year-old who's never had <laughs> yeah. sex. It's like, and then it's best, best of both uh, worlds. <laughs> on this on this no i just am having this epiphany jasper's a newborn in this first movie or he's he's no, uh no, recently no. turned vegetarian yes yes that is correct oh thank you okay that makes because yeah because exactly yes. that's why i was like whoa did i just discover a plot hole no okay he just recently <laughs> turned vegeta vegetarian mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. yeah uh, which is funny because it's like fuck animals, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's also things. funny because they established that Bella is a vegetarian in the first movie, a human vegetarian, and then eventually <laughs> she becomes another type of vegetarian. Okay, um, which they never show her be squeamish. I mean, I guess there's just no time really, but they never yeah. show her be squeamish about killing animals, even though her entire life has been like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so like, why was she a vegetarian? Because she like didn't like the taste, maybe? I don't know. She didn't, doesn't give a shit about animals. Yeah, it's, like she it's just like takes them down with her face. It's not a plot point, that's for sure. But uh, yeah. the first movie is, I think, clearly the best. Can can we agree on that? Yes. Yes. The first half of the movie is not bad. It's like it feels very real too. Where there's this boring little town, and mm -hmm. of course, like every everyone would be obsessed with a new girl because she's new, and like nothing happens in this town. And, and like, like people Jacob, are not mean to her. Jacob is sweet. Like she has like an old friend of Jacob because they used to see. When they were little she has her yeah. awkward dad who like is a star on his own like he's one of, besides anna kendrick he's the best part of the movie you know like <laughs> yeah and, and they actually have a relationship in that movie more than any of the other ones too uh charlie and, and bella yeah 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 and they're like trying to figure out like their their like awkward father-daughter relationship is actually like they care about it in that movie Whereas, like, mm -hmm. by as the movies go on, the relationships matter less and less, and the movies just focus on plot instead of yeah. the characters at all. Instead of Charlie Swan, which is the real protagonist of this story. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Somebody who I feel bad for constantly, because he gets treated like absolute shit by Bella kind of needlessly, and the, he just, like, without the context that she's a vampire... 
his poor psyche and his poor life throughout all of these movies where he just like doesn't understand his like daughter's being torn from him yeah he hates him and then like she's really sick and he's like what the fuck is going on and like <laughs> if you if you look at this movie that like no vampires exist just from his perspective he's just like i'm losing control of my 17 year old daughter <laughs> like i have no idea what to do yeah poor guy. yeah one of my um important notes from this first movie uh is when edward or maybe I'm jumping ahead too much because I think this is when Edward's telling her that he can read minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. J- jump around for the, okay, the okay, little okay. cafe. Yeah. And he's yeah. Like, yeah. So no, and he says I can read minds, and then this is what he says. He says money, sex, <laughs> money, cat. Like that's that's cat. what's. It's just money and sex and cat are the only things. That, like it is just the stupidest display of reading minds. The pro. Like, I, the I could do that. Is- I could. <laughs> I know. He's just like badly cold reading the room is what he's saying. Yes. Uh, The thing is that's funny about that moment is the only person he can't read their mind is Bella, but he can't like prove that he can read minds without giving away that he can do it because he would have to tell the person what's going on, but Mm -hmm. he can't do it with Bella. So there's no way to really prove that he can do it. (laughs) Yes. yes, (laughs) It's impossible. His actual vampire uh, power is something way lamer and he's just trying to elaborate for her sake. Oh yeah, I could read minds. It's really cool. Um, yeah, <laughs> he, actually, his real vampire power is that he can just t- sort of play the piano. Okay, like he, he slightly never had to better practice. than normal. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, cool. So I uh, looked it up because because I really liked it. What I did is I was watching all the films and then I went back to the first one last because like I'd seen it recently and I was like, okay, I'll just come back to it and maybe watch it at like one point five times speed or like I'll skip the certain scenes that I have already like memorized by heart as one does. Um, but like going back to that first one, it's like night and day, just visually how much better it looks from the sequels actually. And the reason, and it's got like this really like nice handheld camera look to it where it's just kind of free flowing. And it was directed by Catherine Hardwick, who also did another movie that has a terrible screenplay, but is in its own right, pretty good, which was, uh, Lords of Dogtown. And it oh, was, yeah. yeah and, it, and they both have that kind of free flowing look to it and, she just establishes so well, like the Pacific Northwest and like in the diner scenes, there's people moving around eating food. And it's, it's just it was such a good way to set up the whole world because the rest of the movies are just these flat, uninteresting visually things that happen. And it's just the the melodrama that's the propellant after that. But uh, good job, Catherine Hardwick. Good job. I feel like the movies, I, I can't remember which, I think it's Breaking Dawn Part 1 or 2, but Sofia Coppola was going to direct one of them. Oh, that would have been good. It's yeah, crazy. it just sort of fell through. It's weird because it's not the first time. I think there's another pretty high-level director that wanted to get involved. I'm like, Jesus, it's insane. <laughs> like, it's insane, too, because they're they're so, like, the they're just not good. They're not good. Like, even if with your pro, like, they're just not good. And, like, the, the, the animation... The animation, the CGI, oh, the CGI, yeah, through all of it, the just wolves gets are not worse. terrible. No, they're yeah. not. They're not. But then they have the wolf scene later where they're all talking all of a sudden through their minds, and we hear them, and it's like we haven't done this at all, and now we're doing it. Four movies. I like that they did it once. I like that they did it at the very end. I, I like it. that they did it. I do wish they would have done it sooner because I was like, oh, I kind of like this, but. It's funny yeah, they, they it do it so, one time. They waited so long. <laughs> yeah, they threw it in at the end. They also do another thing they throw in towards the end that I don't think they've done before this is Bella narrates halfway through the movie. Yes. Yeah, that has never happened before this, the last one. She just starts narrating like a time shift. She narrates. And it's just like, whoa. She narrates the very first line of Twilight. 
and she says she has like that monologue right she says she 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 says dying in the arms of yeah she said and she talks about like dying in the arms of someone i love seems like a good way to go it's like and you're watching a fawn get chased by mm-hmm. a wolf or something so she so at the very beginning of twilight and then the very end in the middle of the last <laughs> one she narrates that's the only time it's important uh-huh. I mean, no, no 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 she she doesn't she narrate like in new moon and she's like if this is the only way to bring him closer to me then like then i'll that's fucking true. go drive around oh, she on a motorcycle we, that's true. i don't think she's narrating as much as she's that's where we're hearing her thoughts oh it was a it was an email to alice excuse me yeah, yeah we're just hearing her thoughts through her but she's like emailing it these are vampire I don't think, diaries of another sort Look, do I have to go back and rewatch all these movies just yes. to figure this out? I, I didn't bother to like double check my homework here. Uh, the only other thing I really want to say, I want to say two last things about the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time Edward talks to Bella, it seems like he's learned to talk for the first time. It was something mm-hmm. that I noticed. I brought this up with Joshua before, but I was like, he's like struggling to string words together and like thoughts together. And it's like, he's learning to talk on the fly. And I'm like, this doesn't fit his character. He's like, he's, what? He's like, like he's been alive for a hundred years. Yeah. Again, uh, apparently Robert Pattinson very s- deliberately did that. He that was, was a he, choice. Yeah, yeah, he very specifically said, you know, as a teenager, teenager, it's hard to even string words together. And being a vampire that wants to kill this person kind of even ex- like makes that even worse. And so he chose to do that. Um, apparently, people didn't like that either, or the producers didn't. So mostly because he's not a teenager. Well, that's yeah. the other thing. I think he's forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then the, other, the, the last thing, that- thing I just yeah, go on. I was just going to say the thing that I need to point out from Twilight first movie is why is everyone infatuated with Bella? She's rude. She's awkward. <laughs> she's not. She's got that. Like, I know shirt, she's man. new. She's got, I know she's new shirt. to yeah. the, to the school, but like, like Edward at least makes sense. Like her blood, like mm-hmm. yeah. turns him on or something <laughs> like something mm-hmm. weird. Like where like, he's like super like attracted to her blood. Hell yeah. But like everyone at the school is in like every single one of her guy friends is in love with her too. They all ask her out. Uh, she all rebuffs them. Um, it's very, very pathetic on all. Counts. Little do they know that Anna Kendrick is going to be the bombshell that they should all be yeah. fighting for. I mean, yeah. you know, hindsight's 2020. Yeah. 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 Uh, they, the movies have to like justify it every single time. Cause in the first one, it's like weird. She's just like new and pretty and that's it. And then the next few movies, there has to always like be a new thing, which is why everyone's obsessed with her. Cause she has no, I have a grand theory about uh, Bella as well that plays into this. But uh, the next few movies like do the same thing where it's like, Oh, actually this is the reason why everybody wants her. This is the reason why everybody wants her. The last thing I feel though, about the first Twilight movie, it's pretty good for a Volvo commercial. Uh, so then, oh, New Moon. Uh, you mean a Volvo franchise, motherfucker? Every single time yes. a car shows up in this entire, every single Volvo, movie, Volvo. there's a Volvo. Like I'm not shiny. kidding. Every single one. Yes. And they're yeah. parked. And it, they're parked perfectly. They <laughs> they literally are like in the entire shot. Like that mm-hmm. was clearly. I, I just want to know loved, how much did they pay. I would have loved a line at the very end with Edward saying something like, somehow they're in, they are inheritors of the Volvo Corporation, or they started it, and like so they're somehow tied with Volvo, and that's actually where their money comes from. I just wanted that's something intense to happen. I wanted something uh, intense to happen where he like puts her in the car and goes, stay in the Volvo, it'll keep you safe. <laughs> and then he like, fights somebody. The wolf, the wolves can't, or no vampire can get through a Volvo. Yeah, the most powerful. Too, yeah, it's one of the humans' most ingenious uh, inventions. Oh man, 
Uh, oh, okay. one other thing I wanted to mention. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just this is just a cute thing, cute aside that I didn't get to post about, which I wish I had. Um, in the scene where in Twilight One, where they make Bella food when she goes and visits the Collins, and they're like, "Oh, we never use the kitchen, so it, it's an excuse to use it for once because we don't fucking eat because we're vampires." In mm. that scene, you could see off to the side opened boxes of like cutlery and kitchen tools. Because it's the first time that they've ever used the, So they actually went out and bought, like, knives and, and cutting That's boards. Clever. And you could you could see the boxes in the corner. It was just a nice touch. A little, little mm. nice touch. Good job. That's a nice, that's a nice touch. That's a nice touch. It's good. It's all um, the details. With Edward being only 109 years old, while, yes, that is old, that is still, like, just, like, a, you know, a decent human lifetime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Very decent, yeah. They treat it, though, like he's lived, like, all of the centuries. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, because like, like, and I don't tell I'm me about really the Renaissance. Sure. Yeah, like I'm not really sure how old Carlisle Bella, I'm is. I'm not that old. How many times do I have to tell you? Tell me about the Wild West. Are like, where are they getting this money? Are they stealing it? Are they, you know, like what? Mm-hmm. If I if I want to like dig deep into that, you know, I I, I start having a lot more questions than answers. Well, Carlisle's so, a, a doctor. Maybe somebody else has a job, but they don't have to spend money on presumably heating or food. Or really yeah, all anything. The, all the heater bills they're saving money on <laughs> makes it so they can have new Volvos every and year. And in the Pacific Northwest, that's a big penny that you're saving right there. <laughs> that's true. If you dig too deep, it starts to unravel because, like, yeah. the IRS would know vampires exist. The IRS yeah. would have to. That guy has, like, a real job and, like, his name doesn't change. Nobody has that. Town. They have that one guy that they work with. Yeah. To get, to get their... The government is involved at least in a under-the-table capacity. Yes. I think so. There must be some government involvement. Yes. But here, this is one of the reasons why I like the series for the wedding podcast, Brittany, mm-hmm. is because mm-hmm. with every single wedding movie, don't think about it. Where's all the money coming from? That ah, doesn't matter. Don't think about that's, it. That's, <laughs> like, that's so true. That is so true. Yeah. Yes. Anything, Every wedding movie. This movie makes more sense because they have a <laughs> lifetime vampires. to, yeah, they're yes. vampires. They have a lifetime yes. to accrue money. And I don't know. And like, all the bonds. nighttime hours too, because they don't yeah. sleep. So that's like mm-hmm. double the lifetime. Yeah. Emmett works as a security guard somewhere <laughs> as uh, doing the night shift. He does. <laughs> for, <laughs> for a person who's 109 years old, who doesn't have to sleep and therefore is living really a double life, uh, yeah. Compared to most people, he is boring as shit, though. And I, no, you know, he he's like a very Claire boring dude. He loves Debussy. Shut up. He's so cultured. <laughs> the fucking... He's just so boring. I'm like, well, this guy would be a bummer. He gets better, he, though, as time goes on. He's but. everything Joshua wants to be. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm trying to remember his room. His room, like, has, like, all these records everywhere and these books. Oh, and, and like, all the windows. And it is so many it, windows. It, yeah. I'm Good just like, is that it? Is, is that all you got? Like, he's got to have more than just one interest. He likes music. What else does Edward like? Do we do we even know? He likes to read, I think. He likes Bella. He, he likes Bella. Bella. He likes chess, he loves evidently. Bella. Him he and loves Bella chess. Love chess. I think that's it. He loves, yeah. he, well, he doesn't even like to fuck. We know chess. that much. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh. All right. So that's, uh, let's, let's power through the next few couple of movies okay, here okay. so we can get to the fucking meat and potatoes of this uh, podcast. Jacob shows up and he gets buff. And Jacob's he, ripped now. Yeah. We learn that Jasper has mood control, which is really never used uh, outside of that one he does? scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's when when uh, Alice gives him gives her a birthday present and then oh, asks yeah. to, and then he's like, oh, Jasper, mood control, <laughs> and then it's never talked about again. And then, and then some ninth grader in the back says, "What'd you say?" It's like nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they talk about vampire shit so openly, like way too openly. But it's Bella's uh, 18th birthday. And 
in Noon Moon, and it, this, this whole moon, movie, yeah. Yeah. this whole movie is all about her age. She is mm-hmm. frightened of aging and would rather old as fuck. Yeah, she <laughs> thinks she's old. Um, Disgusting. She's, she's completely uncomfortable. And they also act like birthdays wouldn't exist after this. They act like it's not like birthdays. It's like you still would age a or you'd still trans like a year would pass and you would still go up a, a year in age. Mm-hmm, Your just mm-hmm. body wouldn't age. You know what I mean? Like time still passes. Obviously, <laughs> like you're bodies still are aging. important. No, bodies but she is so very important. worried. She has the dream about the grandma self seeing. That Edward. was cool. I like that. That was like, oh fuck, you're gonna get old, Bella, and he's gonna be like, he's gonna stick around, but he's not gonna be that happy about it. Oh shit. Um, no, he'll still be into it. He, I mean, he doesn't give a fuck. Ed, Edward will be, yeah, Edward's great. But he does break up with her. Son. He does break up with her because she's not good for him, is mm-hmm. what he says he, in that forest scene. Yeah. And he's not good for her. They're mm-hmm. not good for each other. And you know which what? I agree with. Yeah, guess the fuck what? They're both right. Congratulations. Yeah, they're right. Old End of New Moons. And, and all of New Moon just solidifies the idea that her relationship with Jacob. It like happens naturally. They're charismatic. They have like activities they do together. Jacob actually has a personality, not a great one, but a personality. <laughs> he he works on bikes. He works on bikes. That's he works on bikes. They're, he likes the forest. Jacob is so much nicer to her than Edward yeah. is. Like they, yeah, exactly. they do activities. We actually see them like doing things together, and they he like also hang around other people. Right? Like only <laughs> her and Edward. Like literally, like never. The friends are never around. So um, I think it was in Eclipse where it's the first. Sh- scene where edward is hanging out with her and her human friends i'm like wait this has never happened before like he's <laughs> ne- they've never all been in the same place and wouldn't that be weird if like your quote-unquote best friends never hang out with your you know eternal love or something like why are yeah. they never just hanging out playing playstation or something i guess that'd be weird right. well she doesn't actually give a fuck about her friends she, she doesn't, doesn't. Care. you're right you're right no she, she wants to leave them alone she's like i only want to be part of vampire society uh also well, i was let and- down my new moon yeah, yeah sorry go, go, no, go on go on no, no, no. no, I was just going to, well, in Eclipse, I think, is when Edward starts wearing the vampire bracelet, which is oh, like, yeah, if, if you're if you're hanging out with people now, like, why are you wearing your vampire jewelry now? <laughs> I, I swear That's to God, you guys, he has a vampire bracelet. I don't know. I never knew the significance of that bracelet. It just has like the, like the vampire society emblem on it or something. Something like that. And I know they, they shoehorned it in so they could sell it. No, it wasn't in the books, but it was something that I remember being sold at stores. Oh, oh okay. Just as like some merch. Yeah, uh, I was let to, I was let down by New Moon in general though, because what I wanted was for her to actually fall for Jacob and for them to have like a real like steamy mm-hmm. time together where they're actually making out and she she's like all in on him oh, to create a yeah. real love triangle. But instead, she like blows him off and is just like, no, I'm still in love with this guy who left me who for who knows how long. <laughs> right. And uh, I'm I'm true being true to him. The closest. I was like, well, this isn't a real battle. The closest Jacob gets to having her fall for him in the entire series is in this movie. And it and like you said, like, oh yeah, they have a relationship and they actually hang out together and it's fun. That does that doesn't that matters for shit, Chris. What really yeah. turns Bella on, the closest that she's ready to jump from uh as the HSS uh Edward is when Jacob rebuffs her and tells her to go away forever. <laughs> That's when she <laughs> comes to him and, like, and she literally says, uh, maybe I just need some more time and then like maybe I could be exactly like what we want. That's the closest he gets because he does exactly what Edward does to her. Like, yeah. Oh, it's oh, love it. Love it. It's great. Great. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect relationship. 
But other than that, there never was a Team Jacob. That's why I hate that dynamic where it's like, yeah. she never was ever going to be with him. Like, why this weird marketing thing? I think in the book, it also shows him, like, they're a little bit closer even. I would assume Oh, yeah, so. they like, actually yeah. a little closer. Yeah, like, they're, it's, like, even more flirty and, like, more of a connection. After this movie, it's just straight on begging from here on out for Ed, for Jacob. Like, every <laughs> single second he can, he's just like, Bella, please fuck me. Please. I Like, guilting her in every single way. I was telling Chris about this in, I think, Eclipse, when, like, he's broken and, like, on death's door. And, like, he could barely breathe after, like, the final battle or something like that. And he could barely speak. He just goes, like, Bella please fuck me please oh my god it could be so good like he's just guilting her every single second he can oh god it's pathetic here's a thought thought. let's get a heated blanket let's get a heated (laughs) blanket instead of Mm. having to hand over the love of your life to this wolf man to warm her up every time and like He's he's into it oh just like throughout like there's so many moments of like Okay, Edward, I know you're like trying to be understanding of like Bella, but also like this is uncomfortable to watch you have to watch your the love of your life go snuggle up to this werewolf man for warmth all the time. Who is shirtless all the time and like oh. And he looks better than you, Edward. And <laughs> he, the he line, says I'm the hotter. Line, I'm he hotter says than we you. both know I'm hotter than you. I'm hotter than you. Dylan and Chris, I screamed yeah. when we saw that line. We were like, yes! Chris and I were speaking about fans. this very lightly. There are, in, throughout all the movies of this franchise, there are moments when you can hear the audience pop off in the movie theater. Oh, Even oh yeah. Yes. Decades later, as we're no longer in that theater, I can still hear them. Because I went to it's those very premieres. visceral. I went to those premieres, and they were the best premiere nights ever. I, I went mm. there with friends. Like I was not into the books. I just liked going to the premiere nights of those movies. And mm-hmm. they were magical. Like, for... For example, I loved Harry Potter. I read all the books. I went to all the premieres. Nowhere near were the audiences at Twilight, like, just so much better in every single mm, way. It was hilarious wow. every single time. That's amazing. Yeah, every time yeah. a character would come on screen for the first time in a movie, there was always a beat where it's like audience reaction. Okay, yeah. let's move on with the story. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, uh, Charlie breaking up Edward and Jacob from getting in each other's faces like, hey, boys, relax. The let's entire, chill out, boys. The, the entire theater was like, yeah, Charlie! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I know my daughter's a hottie, but you boys got to settle down. Exactly. Oh, so good. I love you, Charlie uh, Swan. All right, so let's go, let's go into Eclipse and since we're talking about. Last thing about New Moon, though. Uh, why is it shocking that Edward's like, marry me at the end? She's, like, shocked about that. You guys are going to spend eternity together. Like, getting married is, like, the least of your... No, like, no. Yeah, why is, she, why is she confused by that? Yeah, like, that's She's the like, easiest <gasps> part. Getting married is means everything, both to us in our own external real-life lives and then also in this movie universe. Like, everything, if you think about it, everything really did lead up to this wedding, which is why there's such a ripe franchise to do to do an episode on um like getting married promising forever is you know the penultimate that every single uh, girl and boy should aspire to so that's why it was such an important moment chris you heartless bastard well the thing is this this oh, yeah I, I am i i'm cold <laughs> my heart is cold this podcast is really about me learning to love again um, is, wait is I, chris a vampire 
Okay, all right, guys. Wait Let's a minute. Wait, there's a little sun on Chris's cheek right now, and it's no, no. a little twinkle <gasps> in his oh cheek. Oh my god! Oh my god! He just sparkled when he faced. Okay, wait, wait, oh hold god. on. No, another thing that this I think is what my skin looks like. Okay, something I'm a that monster. I think happens in Eclipse is that Jake uh, Edward, Jake Jake Edward, uh, <laughs> Edward inexplicably EJ, goes to Flo- uh-huh. EJ EJ yes, he goes to Florida with Bella to see his to see Bella's mom. Do you remember that? I think it happens in Eclipse. Yes, and he could just yes. do that. For the birthday, yeah, he he just somehow goes to Florida and that's chill, and he's like sitting in a sunroom, and that's like fine. And no one notices that he's gonna be fucking sparkling like a disco ball. Yeah, that, that becomes less and less of an issue, I think, because it's not just Florida; they go all over the world at some point, and they can just do that. I guess I don't know if they're wearing like you know umbrellas over their little heads or something like that. Uh, yeah, what's the deal. Who knows? I don't know, but just to really sum up, New Moon, Edward thinks Bella killed herself or died. Because Alice saw it. So Edward tries to commit suicide by showing himself at this vampire festival in Italy. Then Bella goes and stops him. And then it ends with a proposal. And we go on to Eclipse. Yeah. Dakota Fanning is there. Which my... She's she's in all of them, actually, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? I think so. She's in the next ones. She's in all the next ones, I think. Yeah, she's in everyone from... My, My... From Eclipse on? Yeah. And and I and she's in New Moon for like a brief moment. Oh yes. yeah, she says yeah. pain when when we pain. see the Voltaire. <laughs> but um, yeah, my my biggest note about was why is Dakota Fanning in these movies? <laughs> and then uh, my first note on Eclipse was Taylor Lautner's voice sucks. Wow. Okay, I actually think t- Taylor Lautner. Can we, can we talk about that? Yeah, he's such a nerd. Like he comes across as such a nerd in all of these movies, and mm-hmm. he's like supposed to be this. Oh, heart he's throb, such a dweeb. He's a dweeb, and it's like, oh come on, man. You're just, you're supposed to be a badass wolf, but he's just like so needy and nerdy and a dweeb. His his voice, as uh, a wise YouTuber named Jenny Nicholson once said, um, it's very indicative of the or evocative of the ingenue ingenue boy kind of trope. Ingenue boy, ingenue boy, which is like I don't know what that is. Ange- ingenue boy, which is like this mm-hmm. innocent, unsophisticated, naive, kind of boyish character that were in many Dis- many a Disney movies. Like Aladdin is an ingenue boy. He's like, what's going on? And uh, his voice is kind of indicative of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and that and it works for him the first movie when he's like, uh, he's like that's boy. who his character yeah. is. But mm-hmm. then when he gets buff and he's supposed to be this like hot guy, it's like, ooh. You still sound <laughs> terrible. But also, just we haven't pointed this out yet. Taylor Lautner is not Native American and has <laughs> zero uh, Native American blood, but is the main Native American character in this movie. Yes, that is true. Yeah. Uh, it's, and also, they're all like, they're definitely all like not Native American. <laughs> like, they're also not great actors. Like, Billy, mm-hmm. Billy's fine. <laughs> uh, even Jacob finds his own niche for his character, but the rest of them are not good actors. And I, I, I noticed this the most, I think, in Breaking Down Part 1, or maybe Eclipse, I don't know. But I noticed it where it's like, oh, the writing even gets worse when it goes onto their characters, where it's like not natural, it doesn't sound yes. right. And it's like, what's going on here? They're humans. <laughs> like, It sounds so weird all of a sudden. The character arc of Leah is one of the most legendary, you know, actions in all of cinema. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Her her character arc. What's her character arc? Uh, she's mean, and then she's not as mean to Jacob later. Oh, that's, that's true. Arc. She becomes a little nicer, <laughs> which is important. Mm. She becomes a little nicer to Jacob. Yeah, that's like I think that's, that's a Mount Everest to climb when we're talking about Jacob. 
So Ooh, I can write I can write theses yeah. on the subject alone. Uh, also, uh, New Moon and Eclipse, both of them, pretty good for a Volvo commercial. Um, <laughs> pretty mm. pretty B good. Plus. Yeah. B plus Volvo. B plus. Best yeah. Volvo. Best Volvo commercials. Yeah. So far. Uh, so uh, yeah, whatever. Most of Eclipse is spent uh, convincing. Bella to marry Edward and uh, Bella convincing Edward to make her a vampire. And then the Voltari being like, uh, and Rosalie, Rosalie being like, you're giving up so much. Everyone being like, Oh, being a vampire is shitty. It sucks. Oh my God. <laughs> when really it's fucking awesome. It's the best. Like you don't age, you don't have to sleep. You live <laughs> like you're pretty strong. You get a superpower and you don't have a soul. But they're all kind. So, like, what does having a soul really mean? It means everything to the audience. They're able to love. Yeah, I I think it means everything to the audience that, or, like, the author of this series, where she thinks that, like, souls Mm -hmm. are intangible. Like, no, 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 souls are, like, a baseline of a thing that you exist. So to give that up is, like, enormous. Well, that's the things they never really established that. Like, there are vampires, and like, I guess there's magic stuff, sort of, with like the with the what is it, quelutes, quelutes? Like, they're they're shapeshift, the werewolves. Oh, they, yeah. they 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 oh. turn into stuff magically. I think they even use the word magic. But besides that, like, there's not necessarily a heaven or hell. We don't know that for sure. And there's so like. Mm-hmm. The conjecture of souls, I like, see. I think, yeah, even with Bella, is like, well, you're not really damned, are you? Or like, they never establish that that, that souls are an economy, or that souls actually are transactional or exist. Even, yeah, it's very elusive. They don't really go into it. Much like everything in, in the series, like, what are vampires? I don't know. Are there any rules about them? Not really. Sort of. Like, what? Are, yeah. No, the worst part is know. wanting blood. The worst yes. part is wanting blood, and then if you're a good vampire, you'll only eat animal blood. Which apparently they don't even mind later because they invite all these other fucking like murderers to their house. And they're like, it's okay. They yes. agreed not to murder in our neighborhoods. Like, yo, yeah, but they're going to literally murder outside of our neighborhood. Bella is like a weird yes. like allegory for wealth accumulation where <laughs> it's like a big deal to her when she's not a vampire. But the instant she becomes rich, she's like, fuck the poor. In the sense that she like becomes a vampire and then she doesn't give a shit about the vampires that murder others. Cause she's like, well, now I'm one of you, so who care? Who gives a fuck about humans? Like, she has like those nightmares about all of her friends dying in a big pile at the beginning of Breaking Dawn yeah. Part One. But then like all of her worries are just dispelled when she becomes a vampire. Cause she's like, well, I don't give a fuck if people die because I'm immortal. <laughs> like, it's yeah. done yeah. deal for me. Uh, also, Alice and Charlie should fuck. Um, they got great chemistry. Oh, oh yeah. And Charlie yeah, deserves yeah. it. <laughs> Hold on, let me go. Let me go pen my my fanfic. Hold on, one second. Yeah, Jasper probably <laughs> Jasper probably is terrible in the sack, and I think Charlie fucks. You know, so I oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah so in more ways than three. More ways than yes. three. Yeah, Alice and Charlie deserve each other, and they got again great chemistry whenever they're around each other. <laughs> she's also my favorite of the vampires because she's not a fucking weirdo. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's like a normal person who's like trying to throw parties. <laughs> yeah, Jasper has zero personality. And no, he's a racist. It's, it's he has the just, most personality. He's just a racist. It's yeah, too much personality. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I, I mentioned this in another mediums, but Jasper is a Confederate soldier. As far as I'm concerned, he still is. He's never given but up he, the fight. In the but Civil he never War. lost a fight. But he never lost a fight except the Civil War. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should have really so, hammered that home and be like, "Yes, you did, Jasper." Yeah, <laughs> which is incredibly problematic for lots of reasons, obviously. 
But this is not the only vampire fiction that has Confederate vampires. <laughs> the other being The Vampire Diaries, the CW series, much acclaimed, much loved, uh, from 2007 to 2019. Um, <laughs> the main vampires there, which are basically Edward, I forget his name, like fucking Daniel or some shit like that. There's two vampire brothers that are the main two vampires that love this human girl. Mm. And they are both from the antebellum self. And one of them is a Confederate soldier and the other one is a Confederate. He's like, oh, I love the Confederacy. <laughs> so, like, there's this weird subculture of racist vampires in that's a trope for some reason. And it's not good. It makes, it's not it good. makes it's not, sense. It's not good. It, it makes sense, though. It makes sense. Well, it makes sense in the sense that vampires have, like, in a lot of fiction, have, like, a racial superiority thing going on. That's true. Yeah, because they yeah. they're yeah. like we are the supreme beings. Like we, we we can like eat humans because they're cattle to us. So like I, I kind of <laughs> get that connection to the Confederacy where it's and like also all the slurs to the werewolves. Shout outs to those. They're like oh like when Alice says put the dog out. One that is when the audience did pop, pop off, off in the movie mm, theater. Yeah. And yeah, and two what the fuck? Like they're always saying like you guys fucking stink. You fucking wet dog ass motherfuckers. Like Jesus <laughs> Christ. First of all, you guys are white. These guys are you know supposed to be native american <laughs> that's that's not yes. good optics. oh my god it felt it felt weirdly racist like they're getting away yes. with it because they're werewolves or whatever i'm like whoa you guys gotta settle like she puts food in like a dog bowl and like throws it at his feet i'm like alice you're from a racist <laughs> time you were racist like you were probably racist yeah. <laughs> I'm like fuck off yeah there, there is one is there only one vampire of color uh, that immediately dies laurent um there's a couple of vampires of color yeah. we see who are the other? Oh yeah, the the tribe they put them in tribal clothes. Oh dude, the other black oh. vampires they just put them, you know, no banana republic for these guys. They're they're wearing like you know the Voltari do have a yeah. couple. Though. The Voltari also have a couple. Oh okay, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right. so there are a couple bad guys. Oh, well which, then it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> which how do you say that? Because I think every single actor in the Twilight series says Voltaire, Voltari, Voltori. Like they oh, Voltari, literally maybe. no, no, they literally all like there are so many. I I want to like hear. A, clip of like all of them next to each other because i swear <laughs> they don't they don't all have it down <laughs> the voltari the voltari i'm gonna say the voltari I, i'm gonna say it's whatever comes to mind because i think i'm say i say it differently every time <laughs> besides the racism i feel like there's like potential bestiality happening as well because like mm. if oh, yeah. if you go with if you go with jacob like are you, are you gonna have sex with a dog are you fucking with, are you fucking a dog are you, are you fucking, fucking a dog? dog shit man well is jacob I mean, is this necrophilia? Is Jacob fucking a corpse? And is he fucking a baby later? Is he we'll talk about I mean, that soon. Okay. Yes. Yeah, why not both? I mean, <laughs> let's, let's wait to talk about it because that is such okay, a roller coaster okay. moment, which is so funny. So actually, why don't we just get into uh, into breaking down part one, which is the main movie we're going to talk about mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it has a wedding. Yes. And I want to spend a lot of time on the wedding because wedding is like 30 minutes of this movie. It's actually a huge chunk of it, uh, right. which is great. So my first question is for you two. Um, or actually my first question for you, Brittany is how quickly can you change the theme of your wedding to twilight <laughs> woods theme? Cause it looked pretty good. It was the, out of all the weddings, I, that fictional weddings that we've seen, it's the best. It one, looks great. Opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I called my florist. Mm. I called my planner <laughs> right after watching breaking Dawn part one. I was like, you guys cancel the Madonna and find me a forest, you know, <laughs> find me a forest. How, yeah. How quickly can we get that iron and wine song onto your fucking wedding playlist? Oh, uh, it'll be there. It'll be yes, there. I'll, I'll, yes. I'll let, I'll let the DJ know that that's a, that's a must play. Oh my for, God. For you. my, 
for my daddies. Wait, <laughs> wait, wrong, wrong thing. Wrong form, wrong form. <laughs> form. Uh, yeah, I, I love the flowers hanging from the ceiling, even like the pews. I mean, I'm sure it like smelled weird, but because it's like dying plants. Oh yeah, it's like the the piss smelling flowers too, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the um, but God, they're gorgeous. And like so even the like the candles are like wood. Uh, twig looking candle holders mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everything everything is very well done um and it's just really it's truly just a wedding and for those of you who don't know there is a eight minute and 33 second bonus video <laughs> of the wedding itself so if you didn't get enough wedding in the movie there is more of it so, yeah so listener i mean take out the context of this movie you guys know what wedding videos are like you know somebody gets hired to uh, somebody hires a videographer at, yes. at a wedding this is what that is it's a videographized version of the wedding let's really dig into this because for our listeners who are obviously <laughs> garbage people who live under rocks and, and don't understand common society weddings are it's sort of an institution and a ceremony that occurs between two people that love each other and Let's dig into and that. very yeah and very specifically when you take a video of this wedding it needs to be kind of shitty mm -hmm. which they did mm -hmm. for this bonus video is that they mm -hmm. made like a kind of shitty version of their wedding shittily shot and uh it has like charlie swan and like all the human characters chiming in like a la like it's a confessional that that you film like hey happy wedding bella we're, we're happy for you just fucking i'm gonna go drink a little bit more too much <sighs> wink wink nudge nudge by the way of like you guys are vampires <laughs> and will live forever because there's way too much just like a uh, happy eternity. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I loved Emmett's joke in the actual movie where it's yes. like, I hope you got, yes. I, hope, I hope you got enough sleep the last 18 years because you're not going to be getting any for a while. And then and Charlie's laughs. face is just like, what the fuck? Well, you know why, Either though? way, it's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah. say, because the audience just read that as a fucking joke, which yes, is like, exactly. which is weird on its own to just say that in front of everybody. And all the vampires are like, haha, sex and no sleep. Sex nice. and we're also vampires. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Most of those vampires hold it together pretty well when they're around people, though. Good for them, I have to say. Yeah, I kept uh, thinking, like, for the, for this scene and the, like, high school party that they have, I think in Eclipse, it's like they're hanging out with all these, these fucking would-be uh, dishes, mm -hmm. these would-be snacks. And like Jasper's just having a hard time. You like really give that guy give that guy some slack. He has to go to school already, and now he has to be in a party with these guys. How does he not murder everybody? He his sphincter was so tight during those moments <laughs> that if you shoved coal up it, diamonds would shit out. You know, like that's the kind of like he's really controlling himself. I think they actually oh. just shit diamonds, Chris. Shit I don't think diamonds. Even, yeah. You guys in a trope that has happened in many of your other movies that you've watched oh. is bachelor party the night before the wedding mm. Mm -hmm. right before the wedding mm -hmm. i will say though the odds of them getting a hangover very low because <laughs> they're just they're <laughs> yes. just going drinking blood so can they and can they get drunk if they did drink i assume they can't okay so okay uh, let me tell you why let me tell you specifically why because i did look into this because again twilight doesn't really establish the rules of what vampires are and what they can or cannot do very well whatsoever at least not in the movies mm. i assume in the mm -hmm. books they go into a little bit more in this because like in vampire diaries just as comparison like you know there actually is vervain which you can use to like not be hypnotized by them or there is like you know certain uh counter vampire measures you can take and this fiction there aren't but one of the things that is a thing is that they can't eat food 
or they can mm. is the thing. So they can like drink things for appearances and even like have like dishes like lunch at a cafeteria, for example. But apparently what they have to do later is throw it back up. Like they can't ingest it. Mm. Like that's what oh. I, that, I was in the toilet. In, I was in the toilet. Just like Mickey's, rots in their stomach if they don't throw it up. Yeah. So they just throw it up later. And Damn. so like that's their thing is that they can take it in for appearances, but they can't actually do anything with it. So vis-a-vis, I'm assuming they can't get drunk. I okay. I just okay. love I like that. I love the moment they come to to get him for the bachelor party. They like jump up. They're like eager little kids. You never see Edward ever act like this again. But he, oh, yes, he like jumps yes, down yes. and they like wrestle for a bit, like t- tossing each other, and they're like <laughs> they're, yeah, the boys. So, they're the boys. Yeah. Jacob comes up to Bella's ed, uh, Bella's a window where Edward's hanging out with her in her bedroom, and he's like, "Hey, Bella, give us Edward. It's it's time for the bachelor party." And then he jumps down, and then the three of them push each other back and forth, and they literally go, uh, <laughs> <laughs> "Let's go hunt." <laughs> And then they zoom, they zoom, ooh, they zoom run off into the distance. And it's weird too, because it's like, well, their bachelor party is just like having a meal. It's like that'd be the equivalent of yeah. like going out for a steak dinner. <laughs> it's like, I cool. mean, I, I guess like the way he phrased it is like, we're going to go after a couple bears, a couple mountain lions. So maybe they're going to like wrestle with the bears or like they're going to have a fight. Some bears. Go a couple, go a couple rounds with the bears, I guess, as opposed to just going for the kill. We just like, hard cut to enough. like Edward just boxing a bear. <laughs> It's like, go for his right. Go for his right. Oh, you're getting the they... bears. Like, I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> they show they show everyone getting ready for the wedding. And in this in this part, the the parents come in and get to see Bella getting ready. And they give her this like nice gift where they put something blue into this like old family heirloom. Something yes, new and something thing. blue. Some hairpin. Something new and something blue. And old and blue. But Alice nothing. stops this from happening is they're about to hug and she's like you can't ruin my masterpiece <laughs> referring to bella's makeup and hair mm. and it's like if anyone fucking tries to stop me from hugging my mom <laughs> on my wedding day can you like they, she just gave you this like beautiful gift you know i i wouldn't want the hair clip but sure. you know the, in theory it's a beautiful like family to family heirloom thing and Alice is like, no, don't. Hu-. It just felt out of character for Alice too. It was like, why, why is this part of the scene? Who kept this in the fucking script? I know it's, it's not. It's weird. It's like a weird <laughs> moment. I guess maybe the real life like director was like, we can't have them hug because it will ruin the makeup, and we don't want to do the shot again. <laughs> <laughs> so Alice, you're gonna have to step in. Uh, we do see them get together. We also see uh, Bella wear high heels for the first time. She's been practicing. So she tr- she's tried to break them in. Yeah. So this is what where our podcast tr- always gets a little bit stuck <laughs> stuck as we're like, well, yeah, she tries to break in the the heels, right? It's like, oh yeah, she said yeah, that yeah. she <laughs> was trying to do it for the last three days. Definitely. Now let's let's really dig into this. Well, I just wanted to bring that up because it <laughs> the reason I wanted to bring that up is because it connects to another movie that we've done where high heels no go. Chuck Taylors, those are in because that's the oh, shoe she switches yeah. to, very similar to a royal wedding. Yeah. Oh, Wait, no. So in the wedding, she does switch the Converse. No, no, no. We don't actually the... see her feet in the wedding. But that's what oh, she okay, switches right. to. She's like, I'm not comfortable in these high heels, and the shoes she switches mm-hmm. to are Converse. 
Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I did want to note that because on in the, at the end of the first movie, when they go to the Monte Carlo, uh, not prom but dance. Yeah. Uh, she's wearing a cast because what's her name from the OC broke her leg. Um, <laughs> yes. And then uh, she's on the other leg. She's wearing a Converse. She is wearing a Chuck Taylor. There we so go. She is a Chuck Taylor gal. Chuck Taylor, and the average so gal loves Chuck Taylor. She just went up a notch in my in my book. So now I'm trying. Now I'm trying to get in there with her other two human friends and Edward. And Jacob, so wish me the best of luck. Um, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Best of luck. luck. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the only other thing in this early part before we can talk more about like the wedding that I thought was funny is Edward reveals like the dark truth about himself, which is that oh god, which should have been a real dark truth, but he's just like I wanted you to know like I had a t- I was I had a taste for humans, I had a taste for the hunt, I killed. They were all bad guys. <laughs> I'm Dexter. I'm just like Dexter, and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, so for a little bit more context, he reveals that he used to eat people because he is a vegetarian now, but hey, Bella, I used to eat people like all the other vampires, but the fucking movie shows that he was always eating people that were about to murder and or rape and or just commit crimes. Yeah. And so, in his words, know, monsters. He, still gets an out. he was killing monsters, which is like, okay. Yes. Bella says, Bella says, probably uh saved more lives than you killed oh my god yeah it's like which makes you the real good guy you've never been a bad boy edward and he's like no yes i have <laughs> I am no, a I'm bad really boy. edgy i swear <laughs> so cool yeah <laughs> uh okay so um the way everybody actually looks pretty good it's pretty long uh i love that the first time she walks down the aisle Everyone, the extras and stuff are playing it very serious and very real. Like, oh, you know, they're like smiling. It's like beautiful. One guy in the dark blue suit, I don't know if you noticed, looked very sad. <laughs> it was just like an extra. He looked like he was given no direction for that scene. He was just staring. I can actually share the image because I took a, a screenshot <laughs> of it. Let's find it. Yes. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Let me just share this with you guys so you get some context. Person started screen sharing. Yeah. So this guy right here. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what is He's the fifth human guy who thought he really had a chance with yeah. Bella. He's like, oh. He's like man. grabbing his arm like he's sad. <laughs> everyone else is like reacting Look, pretty like, appropriately. Everyone everyone is kind of grabbing their arms though. Like nobody is not touching themselves. As somebody who's been an extra <laughs> like it, it's very strange. <laughs> well, as somebody who's been an extra in movies before or TV shows yeah. specifically. Like sometimes it's just awkward. You don't know what to do with your hands. You don't know what's being shown. So like this, this does feel like natural because people are just being awkward. Anna Kendrick being upset makes sense because she's like in the she's like wants attention on herself and she's not gonna get it today. But he is like, who <laughs> yeah. is this guy? He's not a main character. <laughs> Why is he here? A uh, quick question is. I think this is normal, right? Where we all stare at the people walking down the aisle. Isn't that weird though? Isn't that bizarre? Like that's Brittany, literally like I am yeah. not looking forward to that. We're all. all gonna be just beaming through your soul as you're the walking concept, down whatever place. Yeah, the concept of like being the bride is uh-huh. like a complete terrible concept to me. Mm. <laughs> like I I know and this I know Dylan's a, Dylan Dylan's this such a good day. bride though. Dylan's such a good <laughs> bride that like like Dylan loves attention. You know, like I'm all for it for Dylan. But the fact that like I have to be the bride is like, oh God. It Would it me. make you feel better if I walked Dylan down the aisle <laughs> and gave him away? Um, n- no, <laughs> <laughs> because I still have to do it. You know, it's like I, it's not even. Who says? Uh, like, Who says? If, any, if anything, Brittany, you have to do two jobs. You have to be the bride both for yourself. And that's its own weight. But you also have to be the bride for, for Dylan. And may I say just, you know, kudos to you. 
Good thank you. you. Thank you. It's, thank you. There needs it's a lot, not of, easy. A, lot to, a lot to shoulder. It's yeah. important for thank there you. to be a moment in a wedding where everyone looks at the bride walking down the aisle and then they look down the aisle at the groom who is just tearing up at the side of his bride. You know, that's important. And that's my that's my yeah. favorite part of every wedding. And then yeah. somebody like grabs it on the shoulder and like shakes it like it's okay, buddy, you know, like there's that moment that's, that happens all the time. You know, that's really important. It's like you're going to you're going to do so well. <laughs> oh god, and it's so, just it's it's one of those weird things too cuz like I don't know. I feel like, I feel like all that like nerve about getting married is so reserved for like people who get married after like a year or yeah. something. <laughs> you know, like uh, like Dylan and I have been together for like eight years now. You know, it's like oh, okay, way to brag about it. Whatever. I don't. Well, but you know what I mean. It's like it's one of those things where it's like it's not. It's just it's so. Um, I don't know. It's it feels so simple to me right. that like mm. the scary, literally the only scary thing is like actively having everyone I know look at me. Because a, <laughs> a lot of the times in the fiction of a wedding, it's specifically in the fiction of a wedding, the nervousness and the scariness is like, oh my god, this is going to be forever, and we're going to be with this person for a long time. Yes, you've already been with each other for a long time. Yes, so that's exactly. not an element of this. Exactly, know? it's the it's the production and the ceremony and all that crap mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. um, I will gladly do for Dylan. Aww, it's very sweet. All right, let's get back to Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> I back. was rolling my eyes while I said that. <laughs> so yeah, turning page by Sleeping at Last plays as Bella walks down the aisle. Uh, and wait, what's uh, the, the specific lyric that is like so on the nose? Um, uh, I've waited a hundred years, but I'd wait a million yeah. more yes. for you. Edward's literally yeah. waited a hundred years, you guys, for this moment. There it's incredible. Go. It's uh, so hot. I also love the couple <laughs> of lines that are clearly big pop-off lines for the audience, which is uh, weddings bring everyone together. You know, that line uh, pops off. Everyone's like, oh, we get it because it's oh, vampires and humans. Too. And then Charlie's line, uh, I know I look hot when he walks in. He, he does. He says, no, he, he says that line. He's like, I know I look hot. You just know the audience like, is yes! loving it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. We I love still, your mustache. I still love it. Yeah. The mustache. <laughs> Uh, you know who isn't there? You know who isn't there at the wedding is Jacob. Oh, no. Oh, no. Jacob, he, got, Jacob, he got his... Where's his invitation? Oh, we threw Jake, it in the rain. Mm -hmm. Jacob's not the at the wedding, and I'm like, okay, this is weird. Like, what the hell? This is weird. But luckily, Edward has a gift. Mm -hmm. A little surprise. <laughs> he has a surprise. A little surprise. Um, he leads her into he the brings... forest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and there's Jacob, her what? person that also wants to fuck her. And yeah, here you go, go dance with him. I. Uh, it's funny because I'm like, I guess he was just like late. He had to like hurry to get there. Um, he said, "I didn't have time." He said, "The best man didn't have time to get a tux." Okay, so he's wearing like a shirt. This raises yeah. the question though: I, Was he supposed to be the best man? And if so. Edward asked him, "Does Edward not have friends? <laughs> like his his it, enemy?" I, they they didn't show who the best man was. I think I think if we try to enhance, uh, like we, I would assume the best man was whoever was standing next to him during the actual ceremony. I didn't. I Nobody. Didn't it was just the two of them. Oh really? Yeah. Uh -huh. Well then, uh -huh. maybe he was technically the best man. Maybe he asked him, and then he rebuffed. It, it could presumably. it could just be a joke, but Edward's not great at jokes, and I feel like he would have said something like, "You weren't the best man." And then like continue or to... like Bella's best man. Maybe it's Bella's best oh, man oh, to like reiterate yeah, yeah. like you're not the fucking fiance here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
that would have been cute. I, here's the thing. I don't think that's that weird because I think at this point Edward gets one like that Jacob is is quote unquote a good guy in that like he helped protect the woman that he loves more than anything in this entire world. So he owes him everything. Two, yeah. that Bella, at least in Bella's eyes, her friendship to Jacob means a lot to her. Yeah. Therefore, mm-hmm. like, he'll take this L and be like, okay, go ahead, fucking dance with this loser. Fine. This, yeah. this means everything. Which, you know, good good for you, Edward. I, Jacob's still yeah, not, no, not Edward's, a Yeah, no, Edward's a good Edward's a good guy. Yeah. It shows yeah. his actual, like, 100-year-old maturity because he's just like, this is an important moment mm-hmm. for her. And, like, walk, you know what I mean? Like, he's not being a bitch about it. He's just like. Yeah, th- this is <laughs> a good true. relationship moment. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's important, yeah. I guess. And, it, like, him. I don't know. Outside of the first couple of movies, he he does end up and like acting way more mature which is good um but it does it, the the gift does end poorly because <laughs> for some reason while they're dancing they talk about how uh bella plans to have sex with her vampire husband so, before yeah, so turning into a vampire the, what was the connecting the dots there because it did happen it was like i'm gonna i'm gonna have a of... real honeymoon Yes, something like that. Yeah, or like he, he says, she he asks, or he says to her that like, oh, I just wanted to see you like this one more time before you turn into a vampire, and she's like, well, you're gonna be able to see it again because you know I want to have a real honeymoon instead of like writhing around in pain because I yes, guess the transformation because, would take yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. And then he turns to Edward and goes, you're going to fuck her to death. You know that? <laughs> you're going to fuck Bella to death. And Bella's like, no, he's I not going to fuck me to death. And like everyone's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's not people aren't that far away. This isn't that secluded of an area. And, and if, you're, if you don't know what's talking about vampires, all you hear is like, you're going to fuck her to death. <laughs> <laughs> Which he doesn't say, but he should have said. He um, essentially says it. You're say, that's, yeah. a, that's what being said. You're, you're going to nut into this woman and blow the back of her head out. You know that. <laughs> Everyone's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, Edward, and Edward's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't even want to, I don't want to fuck this woman. I don't want to fuck this woman, but she's making me fuck her. Like, <laughs> bro, I agree. I agree, bro. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, God, man. Yeah, that's, um, I mean, that's what happens. Bella does have a second look. Bella does have a second look at the wedding. I just wanted to point that out. Oh, she a does. does I, I don't, yeah. I didn't even notice. I was uh, too busy. <laughs> contemplating uh what the fuck everyone's gonna do after the bride and groom leave <laughs> <laughs> they leave in a volvo they leave in a volvo yeah was it a volvo station that. wagon <laughs> it wasn't a station wagon it was like a slightly sexier volvo <laughs> okay wagon. slightly sexier uh, it was a wedding appropriate volvo <laughs> are you so here's the question Brittany. uh yeah. will you and dylan be leaving the ceremony early or are you gonna like close it out fuck no <laughs> we will not be leaving the ceremony early. Okay, I don't okay. get the the concept of leaving your all of your favorite yeah. people uh, to party without you or to like. They need to vanish. Gone. <laughs> yeah, like I wanna I wanna stay up and hang out with everyone for as long as possible. I think the idea is that like they're literally sending them off on their honeymoon. Like they're literally leaving to, to their, their honeymoon. New life. They literally leave. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is often that's often like a movie trope. I don't know how often that actually happens. Logistically I mean, never. There's definitely it just can't be. Like, yeah. They do have like ends of like I've seen people do the like the sparklers where like the bride and groom are leaving. Mm. But like I think it's like maybe because their venue is closing, like you know, and <laughs> we gotta like, wrap this up. like, yeah, literally, like I think there might be more like, okay, they're going to bed, like the car I like mean, drives I... away, and everyone's just like, okay, let's grab a few. Every, everybody grabs two chairs apiece. We'll get this cleaned up a lot faster. <laughs> Can we? Yeah, break down the stage. Everybody just becomes theater techs. Uh, 
God. Um, I, I get like the, the ceremony of it because you want it to be big and bombastic and like, yeah, they're leaving to their new life because the alternative to that is it's a little bit like, you know, driving people to jail. It's like, oh, <laughs> this is how you go to jail or this, this is how you go. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about when like someone, it's time for someone to go to jail, but like you don't get taken away or like you get taken out of your wife. You literally just like, you know, get a buddy to drive you and then you're just in jail. The same thing with, uh, with weddings where it's like, okay, well now that we're done and we're going on our new life, I'm going to go to where we parked out back and I'll bring, bring the car around and it's not a special car. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like yeah. a ceremonial end. Yes. The, yes. To the ceremony. Instead of itself. you guys Ubering back to your apartment cause you're both too drunk, you know, it's like, right. Right. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Luckily for our wedding, it's at a hotel, so it's more like, woo, let's all go to bed. I guess <laughs> we can just like walk to our. Room. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't really, yeah, imagined the end of the wedding. I just like every wedding uh-huh. I've been to, it's always like, which you guys haven't been to a lot of weddings. I listened to one of your first podcasts. You guys talk about that, and I was like, whoa. Well, in terms of being, like, I mean, I, the average you guys person need these movies. Well, maybe, yeah. oh, maybe, yeah. yeah. Uh, in terms of the average person, I think I've been to maybe more than the average. But for someone who's going to claim like mm-hmm. some sort of expertise, I can't say that I've been to that many. <laughs> you know, like hence, mm-hmm, hence mm-hmm. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because like, uh, let me count. But, how yeah. many? In my adult life, I've been to three, and then in my childhood, I've probably been to about four. But I don't really count I, my childhood because yeah. I, I think that doesn't really. The last wedding That's I went true. to, That's a good point. it was during the day, and so was like the quote unquote party. So it wasn't even that like you know like. It wasn't that detailed. It wasn't that deep. And so just in terms of being an adult at weddings, yeah, not that many. Actually, four. As an adult, I think I just have a lot of – I have a lot of cousins who have had weddings, so I've just been to a lot of weddings. How many weddings? I've actually been to a four as an adult. Maybe I undersold it. I feel like four as an adult is pretty reasonable. I feel like I've been to like 10 as an adult. 10. Okay, see, I think that's that's a lot. That's expertise expertise level. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) And from my from my experience, how weddings end is people get tired Mm. and slowly (laughs) trickle, trickle out. And somebody steals a bottle of booze from behind the 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 fucking bartender stand. It's like, I'm taking this. It's unopened. (laughs) Technically, we paid for this. The booze. Yeah. And like sometimes sometimes there's an after party in someone's hotel room who like already has like a cooler of like other Ooh. booze. Mm, yeah. Okay. Which if you want to be that guy, you could need be to that coordinate guy. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we are going to beat those guys. <laughs> <laughs> party in the fucking old wild west room. Someone's liver is shutting down in the old west room. <laughs> and it's Brooks. It is Brooks. Brooks is going <laughs> to die tonight. And we're gonna wedding Brooks. <laughs> yeah, wedding Brooks is a different, whole different animal. You think you know Brooks? Yes. You don't. He's he a is. beast. He's a beast. You hear me, Brooks? <laughs> Brooks, Brooks, you're so hot. And Brooks just like fucking transforms in front of us. Oh shit. Brooks would be a werewolf for sure. I'd be into oh, yeah. it. That, that boy runs at 108 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dylan and Brooks are trying to keep me warm, and Brooks just says, "We both know I'm hotter than you." <laughs> well, they're like cuddling you. Um, <laughs> Dylan's just all pissed because he wants to cuddle with me. Uh, and I have a movie, and I have a long blonde, I have a long redhead wig, and I'm just like trying to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard. By you would the way. you would have the yes a switch, yes. and I I like that they're both recasting. Well, we'll talk yeah. about the credits. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we'll but, talk about uh, the credits. Chris, you would. <laughs> Chris, you would be you would be the damn <laughs> right. I, um, dressed just like her. Like, mm. <laughs> uh, so, I, so the honeymoon is like the next big chunk of this movie, 
they go to like Rio or they pass through Rio, which who knows how long mm-hmm. they're there they for. They just pass through. Yeah. yeah. They look like they're, they're having a good time boat. dancing, mm-hmm. sort of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so let me just, I want to point this out real quick. Uh, during the ceremony, we see that people like dancing, having fun on the dance floor. And it's like a, it's like a high energy rock song that's playing. And Ella and Bedward, uh, and Ella and Bedward, Ella and Edward <laughs> are slow dancing Definitely. during that moment. It's like, you guys yes. fucking read the room for Christ's sake. <laughs> like, it's yes. hard to have fun. Yes. Uh, oh, we also forgot to mention the speeches. Oh, I thought, okay, the only thing I want to say about the speeches, they were fine or whatever. Uh, yeah. Charlie was like, dude, a little aggressive. It was funny at first, but <laughs> describing how you're going to kill him if he's a bad husband. They're all mean. They are, every speech is mean except for Edwards. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that, that... Alice says, you have bad fashion sense. <laughs> uh, Anna Kendrick says, why didn't he choose me? Right. Um, Emmett says the sex thing, you won't sleep for a while. <laughs> and then Edward says, um, no measure of time with you will be long enough, but let's start forever. Yeah, here's a good one. Aww. And the mom inexplicably sings some bedtime song. Uh, yeah, and, lullaby. and you could hear in the background. First of all, everyone goes, aw. And you could hear one of the audio pieces in the background. Someone goes, special. It's special. <laughs> Somebody coughs too. <laughs> yeah, it's like special. It's special. What is she singing? I'm like, what's special? What's happening? Right? This is awkward. <laughs> So th- that Amazing. scene brought to life a- an element that I think I for some reason I just imagined about weddings where this is everybody's last airing, airing of grievances towards you and and the person you're getting married. It's like, you know what? Fuck you, Dylan. I always hated you. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. You don't deserve Brittany. All right. Have a good life, guys. It's a, yeah, it's actually a roast is what it turns into is everybody. Get, it's a it's an open mic night to roast the bride or and or groom. Basically. Which is literally like that would be our dream. Me and Dylan would love that. <laughs> just like the whole wedding could just be everyone talking, and we would just be like, "Yes." This the is Comedy the best. Central roast of Dylan and uh, Dylan and Brittany, with Hostmaster John Stamos. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh Dittany. Dittany, that's your guys' <laughs> name. Uh, yeah, let's see. Brittany. So Dilbert. Dilbert. So uh, Dilbert. Mm-hmm. That is the that is the canon term. That is the like Dilbert. Term. Exactly. I was just imagining a Dilbert cartoon, but with your like a combination of your two heads on Dilbert. Um, so the the honeymoon section, uh, things are about to get sexy and very Oof. very hot Oof. and sweaty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they have sex for the first time. Uh, they do. First of all, Bella freaks out and you know brushes her teeth, shaves her leg, and then goes skinny dipping. Which I guess I th- at first I was like, oh, they're not going to have sex. She was just doing that because she was nervous about skinny dipping. <laughs> <laughs> it was like cool, and it's, cool. it is interesting that like her legs weren't shaved before the wedding it's maybe she just needed to get that extra shave in you know five o'clock mm-hmm. leg leg shave. right it's been a long trip <laughs> i mean they've gone from like way up north all the way down past rio that's that's true that's true yeah but yeah they get they get naked and they're in the moonlight together and he's i think he kind of sparkles in the moonlight Ooh. Uh, maybe very slightly uh, he looks yeah. so awkward out there in the water, though. I, I, lo- I like Rob Pat a lot, but he- he's just like a very awkward body, just like the way he's like standing in the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it probably doesn't really feel like anything to him either, you know? Uh, and then they-, they have sex for the first time, and uh, he tries to be gentle and then just fucking destroys that bed. So you know it was a good time. <laughs> Hell yeah, that bed gets gets, gets wrecked. Literal and also he's kind of sweating. <laughs> I think he's kind of sweating, which 
makes me question a lot You're of things. Not supposed as well. to. Well, the yeah. actor Rob Pat is not a vampire. This poor guy is going <laughs> to. How many t- takes do you think they did of this scene? He's like sweating it up. <laughs> so I, I'm going to say a little disappointing. I'm, I'm just going to say it. Yeah, like, I wanted to see some sec- fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's not not a lot of good stuff happening. Or you don't get to see it, and for as much as the anticipation as uh, as they've had, both as teenagers and as we've had as viewers of their teenagehood, um, really doesn't doesn't pay off, in my opinion. No, but, uh, I remember the book being like, "Oh, this is this is kind of porn." Like I <laughs> yeah, was like, yep, "Oh, yep. He- oh hell yeah!" <laughs> you know, like it was it like like I. Can't say this with confidence, but for some reason, I feel like I remember mm-hmm. his like cold vampire dick being described, oh. and like I know, and so I want I'll find I'll, I I need to find it. Maybe because they don't I remember. specifically say like dick; they say him or something like that. Like mm-hmm. he was his a, member exactly. His mem- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, this is yeah, the franchise exactly. that spawned Fifty Shades of Grey. Let's re- let's remember this. Both pretty chaste oh. sexually, though. Unfortunately, uh, I will say this about vampire sex. If you think about it too much, it makes no sense either because sex only functions as a part of like blood flow for men. So what yes. was he? Was he like yes. taping a stick to his side of his dick and then being like, let's go for it? <laughs> got to do what you got to do. Exactly. So I also no, I also looked this up. Vampire so magic. I, yeah. I, I looked this up. So vampire men do have do produce semen. Apparently, apparently they do. Apparently this is no. But how is vampire. their dick getting hard? That part is not explained. <laughs> also, wait, Joshua, what do okay. you mean apparently they do? It's all fiction. It, every, you can make up whatever you want about no, but, this. No, because they do, but apparently still at the same time, vampire women cannot get pregnant. Specifically because that wouldn't apparently like make their body change, which their bodies are immune to change because they're basically frozen in time. Of course, women women don't have yes, enough blood in shit. vampire yeah. world, but, but <laughs> men have enough blood for their dicks, of course. Exactly. So... Men can always produce uh, semen. Women can't always get pregnant, I think, is basically the excuse. The vampire Fucking excuse. classic. Yeah, I know. Fucking Similarly, classic. For some reason, like, their hair will not grow anymore, but if they cut it, like, it's gone for good or something like that. Like, I don't know. I don't know what oh, they're like, they're like Saiyans. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you can't, t- um, you can't change yeah. their haircuts. <laughs> um, but after they have sex, Bella does have bruises, and Edward mm. is so mad, and she's like, She's into like, it, dude. I yeah. consented. Like this is chill. this is what I wanted. I actually had a good time. I he can't. Re- this is a bad sign for their marriage, by the way, because they're fighting pretty badly right off the bat. And the source of the fighting is that Edward can't read the room. Like she had a great time, <laughs> dude. And you're you're whole upset because she has a couple of bruises. Like I don't know. I thought vampire sex was supposed to be relatively kinky, and you can't handle that shit. Like boy, oh boy. And he refuses to touch her for various days there afterward into the honeymoon. Yeah. Which... And then she uses she uses all the lingerie that Alice packed for her uh, to, to seduce him, him yeah. while while playing chess. And yeah, like there's one point where she like lays down on the bed next to him, and he like tosses this sheet over her butt because he's like i can't look at this ass <laughs> i can't look at this ass without wanting to destroy it this ass I I truly wants to have sex. sexual relations with me and then it's yes, so, like it I, it's so funny to me because it's just like like chess has never been so sexy you know like queen's gambit step aside like edward yeah, and bella exactly. playing yes. this yeah. like tense game of chess while they're like oh we just want to fuck so i i will say uh, a point towards their relationship they have a hobby together i guess inexplicably chess they like to play chess with one another i wish they had established that like earlier in the series like maybe yes. even the, in the first movie it's like oh they like to play chess generic smart know. person thing 
you know like like well like one th- like give us throw us one fucking bone <laughs> in the first three movies about like why they like each other or what they do together or like what's mm-hmm. fun about it like laying in fields I'm... and reading poetry yeah <laughs> that's it that's all they like uh, and each other it's so it's so emo it's so emo their relationship mm. uh which high school me loved that absolutely yeah. loved it and uh unfortunately first of all I, it's very funny to me because this is such a fantasy uh like whole sequence because they have sex one time and they're like that was the best thing that's ever happened to me you're like a sex god yeah you're like a sex goddess <laughs> it's like neither of you would She's know like- Neither of you would know. She literally tells him, I can't imagine it can get any better than that. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, you know what, though, Joshua? I believe her. She can't imagine it. She has That's no true. imagination. <laughs> she has no capacity to. Yeah. And neither does he, as Robert Pattinson did confirm, and it's alluded to, and he did confirm that he is a 107-year-old, 109-year-old version up to that point. Um, which he, you know, humorously says is the reason why he's so brooding. <laughs> uh, he's an 109-year-old virgin. I haven't got my nut in a century, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> um, she went on her honeymoon knowing she was going to have her period at some point in that time. Yeah. Um, she, which she is kind of interesting. Not, she planned to not be, like, injected with vampire venom, but planned to be menstrual during that time. Menstrual, which, like, would make it harder for Edward to, like, hold himself back during sex. Yes. But, again, yes, it's a movie. Correct. We won't read too much into it. And the period <laughs> tells her that she is pregnant. Yes. I don't want to be or gross. But or lack thereof. I don't want to yeah. be gross, but is that, like, a snack? <laughs> is that, like, a snack for him? Because she uses tampons. Yeah, is he into that? Is he just like, like look, well, this is like consenting human blood. Like he just like pops it in his mouth and like, whoosh, you know? Right. Well, that's, well, I presumably think about that not. Time, but like, yes, because I, I they're vegetarians. Not yeah, because they're vegetarians. Because if he does, then he will start frenzying. Oh, and he does right, have right. a lot of restraint. He does have a lot of restraint, which mm. is shown later, um, to the point where he can hold himself back from eating her, eating her. But it's still not without difficulty. And I don't know. Maybe that's the play. Maybe that's the exciting thing. Is like, is he gonna fucking kill is me? He right now? I don't know. He just ate one of my tampons. <laughs> <laughs> Eat it so slower. Hot. Eat it slower, Edward, please. Uh, save one for later, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Period cocktail. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Instead of like, he, he has like a martini, but instead of like a toothpick with olives, it's just like a tampon. <laughs> the string. I mean, oh. th- that's something that they never go into. Is that like. Isn't it theoretically possible that a pr- vampire cannot be a quote unquote vegetarian but still not kill someone? In the vampire diaries, they do this. Like, they're able to drink, like, you know, blood. They take shit from blood banks and, they're like, I'm going to drink some fucking blood right okay, now. Okay, I thought about right? this, but mm-hmm. I was unsure of how much blood that they need to drink versus. Because, like, mm. yeah, you could theoretically do blood donors, but I was like, well, unless they needed to drink a shit ton of blood all the time. <laughs> like, if they're drinking, like, three My- gallons at a time. My question was, why don't they have their own slaughterhouse yeah uh because it's fun that'd be so much <laughs> so much easy blood <laughs> yeah i mean they get lazy and it's like stop by the morgue you know just like you have a deal with the morgue guy and just get some blood and fucking chill i don't know maybe it's maybe if they had some human blood they would then be inclined to have more or something like that like an ad their personalities do like change along with their physical appearance uh, appearance along with their physical appearance <laughs> Appearance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, if they have human blood though, so maybe it's like to preserve the fact that they don't want to be like look like red eyed 
killers or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yes, so yes, yes. We're sure yes, of that. Yes. Uh, so whatever. There's an ex- uh, Bella. It's, it's very unfortunate, and, and I'm very sorry for her. This happens to so many kids, but they fuck <laughs> one time and she gets pregnant, and it's what are the odds? Yeah, what? Are the, and she's so close to her period, she almost dodged a bullet, but she, <laughs> uh, in in essence, did not dodge the bullet. In fact. Bullseye. No protection, evidently, of any type. Bullseye. No. Come on, kids. Why would you um, need it though? If you and- didn't think it was possible, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, they didn't even talk yeah. about it. It's it's a classic like teenage thing. It's like I didn't think this was possible. Yeah, but did you? Were you sure that it wasn't possible? Did you think yeah. about it? Did you guys talk? My about pullout this game before? was like vampire fast. <laughs> like no way. <laughs> vampire fast pullout game. Uh, <laughs> he just they- he leads into the photos at Carlisle. But my pull my pullout game was good, dude. What the, what oh. the fuck? Not good oh. enough, Edward. <laughs> <laughs> they they this whole series is pretty Christian, you know. Wait to have sex until marriage, like yes. all this like kind of stuff. But the minute she's pregnant, this movie goes full pro abortion. Like, <laughs> get that it. fucking thing yeah, out. It's get a it thing. out. It's a oh, fucking it's, thing. It's a fetus. It's not and and. Ew, I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's, there, let's get into there it. Let's get like, into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, Rosalie. To hang out. Well, okay. So she's pregnant. She calls Rosalie because Rosalie's the only one who will she understand where she's coming from yeah, because Rosalie wishes life. she lit, had a baby and things like that. Mm-hmm. So Rosalie is on Bella's side for keeping the baby. Um, she everyone is like edwards even says carlisle will get that thing out yes alice and then there's says, like a, there's alice calls it a fetus mm-hmm. yeah yeah alice calls it a fetus and rosalie says call it what it is it's a baby <laughs> okay so my theory on this though is that it, it, like incorrectly the movie is pro-life but it's presenting all these people, like all these arguments why it's like, here's all the reasons you should get an abortion. But in reality, you never should. It would have been the biggest mistake of Bella's life. And like yeah. like Rosalie or whatever, it like ends up being 100% right. And the, yes. the, the reason I think the movie is really mistaken in what it thinks it's doing, because it does literally fucking kill Bella. And like if vampires didn't exist, then she would be dead. You know what I mean? Like that, that yep. pregnancy would have killed her. So I'm like, this isn't really the pro-life thing you think it is, Stephanie Meyer. Like I they think this even is go, go as far as to show that the baby has thoughts because Edward can read them. And he's like, oh, my God, this unborn baby has thoughts and I can read them. And he, it, like mm-hmm. he likes the sound of your voice because I think it's a boy at the time. And yada, that yada, takes yada. that takes a little while. He doesn't hear it at first. It's but true. Yeah. It's true. So, so maybe maybe there is still a window where abortion is chill. <laughs> According <laughs> there, to this movie. Yeah. Before before. Yeah. This movie is like, look, first trimester, it's 100 percent in the clear. Once you start entering into the second <laughs> trimester and like near the third trimester, no more go. I can hear thoughts. That's what yes. the movie establishes. Uh, this movie is also for gender norms, as spoken by Jacob, who says, oh, baby boy, should have brought some blue balloons. <laughs> it's such an eye roll line. It's like, why? <laughs> why? Okay. It's a product of yeah. its time, really. Let's be honest. It's not uh, like yeah. this movie yeah, was never going to yeah. be progressive in any in any way. Uh, obviously, obviously. But it was just like it. It did nothing. No. There's, just, there's so many lines that do nothing. And she uh, brings up the baby names, which are awful. Oh, oh my God. So, oh my so God. to their credit, to their credit, they laugh at Bella about how bad they are. <laughs> they, the, all the characters in the room besides her yeah. are like, Bella, what the fuck? And like, even Jacob, when he hears Renesme, he's like, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you EJ. sure? EJ is the name if it's the boy. Edward Jacob. 
I that is Z- fucking Albus Severus bullshit over here. Mommy, um, why is my name EJ? Like I get Edward because that's like dad's name. But dad. who's Jacob? Oh, this other guy that wanted to fuck me as a teenager. <laughs> and I was kind of into it. And so I was like, yeah, we, it, it we your, added your name to it. It made your dad jealous, which is pretty hot, actually. So. <laughs> oh, cool. You can do me a favor. Please go ask your dad why you're named EJ. Please go, just go ask him. <laughs> really leading to the J side of it. <laughs> ask oh your uncle God. Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, she, she brings up the, the baby names and then after bringing up the baby names in a very shocking moment, there's been two shocking moments in this movie. Number one, the pile of dead bodies that Bella sees in her premon, like in her nightmare. I was like, Whoa, that was pretty cool. I wish there was more of that like horror shock. And the other one is she snaps in half like a damn Kit Kat. Just like, yeah. boom, like her back just breaks. <laughs> and I'm oh, sitting there for the doubt. Shit, man. I'm sitting there like, oh, no. Bella. <laughs> the ref comes in going, one, <laughs> two. Three. Oh, and I'm like freaking out. And, and, and Jacob like picks up the belt and he's like walking around like he's the new world champ. And I'm like, no. <laughs> what's going on? Dude, childbirth scene. I, is, I All I wrote was childbirth scene. What the fuck happened? Yeah. So, because yeah, cause in the, apparently in the book, it's a lot more vis- visceral. And you don't see Ooh, it as much really? in, the, in the movie. Yeah. You see a pretty hefty amount of. I mean, I yeah, I was I was like, wow, this is aggressive. Like, I already didn't want to give birth, but now, holy shit! Edward Edward bites into her into her womb and performs a cesarean section with his teeth. Yes, yeah, so the book. The context of this is that the uh, she's still a human, and the baby is like sapping her life away because it's like rejecting her as a host. Right. And so she's like, she looks terrible. Like they do a good job of like making her look terrible. She's like emaciated. The best CGI. Yeah, it was like yeah. the best. Yeah, job. her 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 bones of her like anorexic body are like really to, before she breaks in half are yeah, really yeah. good. And their 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 plan is that when she gives birth, they're gonna like turn her into a vampire at the last moment to save her life. But she's like just dying, and like this baby's just tearing out of her body. It looks terrible. Edward's venom is in a vial. Yeah, I like that the, detail. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, how do you how do you get in there? Nice. Like you know, a couple different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he took he took it to the bathroom. He's all shy. They like, gave him a magazine, and they're like, get "Kyle, your do you have any magazines, <laughs> Kyle? Please." It just says like dead things on it. <laughs> yeah, it's like dying. It's venom to come out. <laughs> like blood everywhere. Yeah. I'll get you book of revelations, Edward. Please, one moment. <laughs> Edward, you've been in there for a while. I need time. <laughs> So, so we forgot forgot to mention at first. Jacob is upset about this. He goes and tells his wolf pack that she's been impregnated. Uh, in a scene where we finally get to hear them hear each other's thoughts, mm. um, and which I thought was interesting because they said they established earlier that we can hear each other's thoughts. And so when he goes and meets up with the wolf pack, it's them literally like finishing each other's sentences te- te- uh, telepathically. So yeah, that's that's the mind that w- mind yeah. talking. Exactly. Yeah. That is the way that that would communicate. So that was interesting. I like that. I do. Yeah. I always find that dynamic interesting because they would, they, everyone's like, I know everyone's thoughts always, which would be very, mm-hmm. that would suck. But I guess you would just get really close yeah. to the people around you. They literally shit on Jacob all the time. With that <laughs> they make fun like, of him. Hey, Bella, guess who fucking wishes that they, that you were in love with them? <laughs> this guy. Like every yeah. single time any one of his wolf friends is around, they shit on Jacob in front of him. Do you it's think great. though that they ever like cross a line where he like, they're making fun of him and then he turns and just like, yeah, Seth, well, well, the other day in the forest, you accidentally shit on your shoe when you thought you were shitting in the hole in the ground. And then you put your foot back in your shoe. He's so like, whoa, whoa. God, I know I would if I were one of them. The reason why this scene, 
I fucking hated was because it's the first time we're actually hearing the mind talk. Like usually Edward is the one reading their minds and then telling us what Jacob is thinking when he's in wolf form. Mm -hmm. So this just randomly we're in movie four and now, now we're seeing this scene of all of them conversing like at this. At least we did I, it once, I think. Uh, yeah. And I, and I, after hearing your opinion on it, I do mm -hmm. agree. However, I was screaming at the TV when it was happening. Like, <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> Um, but Jake, Jacob, Jake, however, whatever you want to call him, uh, they only ever fucking call him Jake. Yeah. The pack. He leaves yeah. the pack mm -hmm. and it becomes his own alpha role because he's like, no, I got to protect Bella. Like, don't fucking go yes. after her. Sam, who's baby. the alpha, tries to force him not to. Like, I, this is like another thing that they talk about, but never really shown is that if the alpha gives you command, you have to follow it. Like almost magically, like you can't disobey it. And so mm -hmm. he says, like, no, we're going to go fucking kill Bella. And then, like, Jacob, like, I, they do a thing where, like, the words, like, ring in his mind. And, like, you hear, like, a, almost like a force field kind of sound where it's, like, it's him being forced to obey it. But then he breaks through of it. And he's like, I'm the fucking grandson of a chief. I'm my own man. Fuck all <laughs> y'all. I'm breaking away from the pack. And that was okay. I like that. I like I that, too. It. It's a good dynamic. And after they... Yeah. Uh, after he thinks that Bella is dead or whatever, he goes in to kill the the newborn baby because he's like, "This yes. baby fucking killed Bella. I'm sick of this shit." So, uh, Jacob, who's one of our heroes, we see a scene <laughs> where he walks in to murder a baby and is only yes. stopped when he realizes he wants to fuck this baby instead. <laughs> and uh, this is seen, but, but it's not like that. But it's not like it's that. it's not like that. It, but it, it is. Was. <laughs> yeah. but it is. It's like you're you want to take care of it until it's of a fuckable age. Yeah, it will be in seven years. Is the plan? Liter Jacob. Literal grooming. Literal grooming. Yeah. Yes. yes. Which is yeah. again, I don't know. I guess Jacob has an extended life or whatever as well. I um, think he does. There's some wolfy thing where it's like I think he like matches the lifespan of the person that he's imprinted on or right. something like that. So presumably however long she lives, he will too. Interesting. Before before the imprinting scene though, the other wolves come to attack to get mm -hmm. the baby and there's this really awesome terrible fight scene between the <laughs> vampires and the wolves where the vampires are literally fists. They're using their fists <laughs> to punch these dogs and the dogs are like <laughs> and then like get their head yeah and then like they're just there's no good way that these things can fight each other or, yes. or they so don't show us a good way dylan dylan the uh groom wanted us yes. to mention never does vampire fighting look good in this entire series they they don't know what to do it's like these guys move fast they're strong but like it's really like it looks like they're dancing and then it looks like they're bad cg no one ever and then they need to fight wolves and how does that look no one knows yeah exactly exactly they should have just stuck to some sort of mixed martial arts technique and was just like they just know how to fight with mixed martial arts and that's it move on <laughs> like you know I, instead they do like these weird flips and stuff protect your head like vampires protect your fucking head because it seems like that's the big way to kill you yeah and so people yeah, are just like exactly oh no they got they put their hands on my head if only i could have seen this coming and then they're the dead. closest <laughs> thing they got to a decent fight scene i think is when edward fights one of the voltari voltori in voltori land and like they're fighting each other and then he throws him through like some marble steps or something like that that was the well, most like vampire-esque vampire battle but then it gets there's a again. there's some stuff in breaking dawn part two that i will i would like to talk about but i want to wait till we get there because <laughs> there's some stuff in that battle scene that i want to talk about well yeah, yeah but this this fight this fight ends because jacob comes out and they all read his mind and then edward says it out loud 
and says, Jacob imprinted on her. They can't hurt her. It's their most absolute, absolute law. law. Absolute law. <laughs> what? Whoa. And the wolves are like backing off like, no, 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 you guys. Jacob wants to fuck this kid. <laughs> let him fuck this kid. Let him fuck this baby. Let he him, can't do anything now. Let him. He he imprinted, so we got to let him. The law's pretty absolute on this. He can kind of fuck whatever he wants. And then, yeah, some, someone in the back is like, wait, but does it apply to a baby? It's like, it's an absolute law. <laughs> there's no nuance here, okay? We just, it's unfortunate, but there's no nuance. <laughs> we don't like it. And, and then. Edward's, and Jacob's a weirdo, but come on, we got to go. <laughs> and then we think Bella's dead. And oh, no. she looks dead, dying there. But then we see a wonderful blood montage mm-hmm. of her life. Oh, coming Some back Spider-Man to Spider-Man shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We see, we see. Uh, what's his name? The dad as a young man without a mustache. <laughs> yes, yes, he does appear there for some reason. <laughs> Mustacheless. Either recasted or de-aged. I can't tell, but it was enjoyable either way. Uh, Charlie Swan, a mustacheless Charlie Swan. I yeah uh... yeah. <laughs> I do really enjoy, <laughs> I or I wish, in my brain, I was like, obviously, this isn't going to happen. But I was like, I wish she just died. She just fucking died at the end of Ringing <laughs> Top Part 1. Because, <laughs> like, even Jacob, and it's like the next movie is just about them, like, trying to recoup from this weird, like, huge tragedy. Because, like, Jacob turns to Edward and he's just like, I'm not going to kill you because that would be too easy. You know, you're going to, like, live with your fucking mistake. Which I was like, whoa, not at the right time. <laughs> like, he's pretty sad yeah, about this, Yeah, too. like, this just happened. Yeah, like... <laughs> Feel for the fucking guy, Jesus, yeah. Jacob. Uh, but I do. I, w- I would love for the next movie just be Jacob and Edward in a super drama, just like fighting constantly. Just be like, you let her die. I didn't want to turn her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like this huge like fight. That'd be pretty good. It'd be great. Be good. Uh, but that's the end of it. Her eyes pop open, and that's the end of Breaking Dawn Part One. And then, bam! Futura font and credits for some yeah. reason. Futura Even though font. all the other, all the other fucking end credits have been like. Serif fonts, and then all of a sudden we have a sans serif font. No, like it literally it's black is so- on red, black on red too. It's like yeah, very- white on yeah. red, black on white, white on black. And the best song I think of the franchise plays, which is uh, a song called "Let Me Pull It Up." I believe mm. "End Notes" by the band uh, The Joy Formidable, or "End Tapes." Excuse me. It's mm. I think among all the songs because there's a lot of good songs on these soundtracks. It's one of my favorites. Uh, "End Tapes" by The Joy Formidable. Uh, buy it now on iTunes. Nice, but yeah, please. Uh, and uh, enter in code two guys in a wedding, just to get like a ten percent discount. But really, just let them know where uh, where you came from. Um, <laughs> so that's the end of that movie. Now, I just want to ask: Do you guys want to take a break for a second? I need to use the restroom, so just like a quick couple of minutes. Ready? Clap yeah, okay. and then. No, no, no! Don't don't turn anything off. Just leave it all going. <laughs> yeah, leave it going. No, I know. I was kidding. Um, I, will, I will do that. Brittany, yeah. I, I can't tell. We're all wearing masks right now, so it's hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go pee. Be right back. Yeah, perfect. So we're going to get into Breaking Dawn Part 2. I want to point something out, though, that I think is interesting. Uh, They didn't know what to do when wolves transform back. They never show it. They never show it. They show it one time, and they have to cover up uh, Jacob's junk because they're like, well, how do we handle this? So I guess (laughs) so. everyone in the Cullen family, including Bella, has just seen his schlong. So, yes. Oh, literally. Yeah. I was literally like, I was screaming at the TV at that moment too. Like, please just show us his dick. Like that would be so. <laughs> that's, like, that's the, like the only time you ever see it is fucking. Yeah, like the go- one dick we see in the movie. Like, yeah. please, because they're all like lifting Jacob up, right? At that yeah. one scene, yeah. and Something I'm just like, like why are they? Come on. And I. And here's the thing. 
unfortunately, he's probably just pretty average. Because yeah, what, whatever she saw did not change the equation. Yeah. And I know he was like really hurt <laughs> and they were probably concerned, but no one in the Cullen family was like, whoa, check it out. Like nobody said anything. So unfortunately, <laughs> it's like probably pretty average. And, you know, like, they, like somebody like walks over to help carry him and like expresses a look of concern, looks at him and just goes. Eh. Yeah. I mean, like it could have been fairly easy because like one of them could have turned to the other one and was like, hey, get the third leg. Am I right? And then, like, when they're carrying him away, hey. Hey, and everyone, like, high fives. And Jacob's like, oh. So Car- Carlisle, Carlisle says Carlisle he's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he goes back and he's like, we've had to reset his bones and re-fucking break his bones. And he's in terrible shape. But he's going to be fine. And on the final note, it's, it's, a, it's something that, got, that that kid's got. Yeah. That's something. When yeah. Jacob wakes up, let him know. Congratulations. <laughs> Give him one of these. <laughs> He'll, he's going to do just fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know he's had a lot with Bella, but uh, that kid's got a long life ahead of him. <laughs> he's got a big future. <laughs> Huge. Uh, okay, so we can skip, I think, most of Breaking Dawn Part 2, because so much of it is, like, assembling no, the team. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. No, no, no. We need to say, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. We need to say yeah. C- CGI baby. CGI baby. Oh, looks terrible. Yes. Looks terrible. What was the reasoning about so I throughout multiple instances, both as a baby, as a like a toddler, and then as eventually as an adult, they CGI this this child actor's face onto various forms of human age. So this child actor, I'm guessing, was like eleven or twelve at the time, but they like make CGI CGI likenesses of her baby face, of her toddler face, of her like seven year old face, and of an adult face. I don't know why they did this. Especially for the baby. I screenshotted this. Yeah. I screenshotted this in the credits. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different actors under the name Renezme. Oh my god. They do like a composite. And they still and they CGI'd the face. It makes it literally makes no sense. There was like I don't know if you can see it. Like they have Renezme four years, Renezme five years, Renezme seven years. So what they were trying to do is make everyone look like the seven-year-old one who is mm-hmm. the actor from Interstellar. Yes, yes, I believe. Her. She's yeah. the daughter Matthew in Interstellar, so she's good. Oh, daughter. Murph. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Not Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, she's Murph, exactly. Yeah, yeah sorry, and I got confused. Yet. Because, <laughs> like, in the and movie. And yet they yeah. give her no character. They give her no, why not? A personality and also a baby doesn't need to look like the child she also doesn't like part of her powers is she doesn't even talk she like that's the only <laughs> she can't communicate with words which is like okay why <laughs> damn it <laughs> uh it's uh, yeah it's funny i don't know why they do that i think they thought it would age better than it did like all big cgi mistakes where they took a big swing and then just failed uh <laughs> total miss yeah total miss and again it's even weirder that jacob's like that's the baby for me because it's like the weirdest <laughs> looking baby in the world too and then and then jacob refers to her as nessie and she goes you named my daughter after the loch ness monster okay but Brittany, i was busting up literally at that a joke vampire. <laughs> i was busting up at that joke You're i was literally like, oh, a vampire so funny <laughs> oh shit bella's pretty she, funny like the She's, yeah. Oh my god. Bella during that scene is very reasonable because she literally says, "You imprinted on my daughter," and then he goes, and she says, "She's a fucking baby." They should have put the f word in that. And then he goes, "It's not like that." Yes. And it is literally like that. It is like that in every sense of the word. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. She calms down pretty quickly, which is good. 
Yeah, it, after kicking some ass. But he, the the issue with her reaction though is that like, is it weird that he imprinted on her? Yes, but it did save her life. So there should be this weird equation where it's like, because Edward got it, he got it right away. He just didn't care. He was like, mm -hmm. yeah, she, that's true. She's gonna physically assault Jacob, but it's cool. <laughs> he li he literally though did try to steal her from her arms the second she gets to hold her her newborn. For the first time yes he's like okay now give her back okay but i actually again <laughs> yes the problem with these movies is that like she is just turned as a real vampire and that is a half human baby like i would also be in jacob's point in shoes where it's like are we cool with it? we don't know what she's gonna do like we yeah that's true we, that's yeah true. like most people like freak they, out. they do establish that they do yeah, yeah. They like, do there was a whole that. army in that second movie or whatever or in that in the third movie of newborns and they were out of control so why should we believe that this isn't going to be different and she almost right. eats a hiker. She almost does. She almost kills somebody. And, yeah. And then Edward does give her some credit. Like, oh, most, like, even mature vampires, let alone new newborns, aren't able to stop wanting to kill a human mid-hunt. So mm. it's cool that you're mm -hmm. able to do it. So I guess she has a little bit of a built-in lore protection from killing her child. But uh, I don't know. They also kind of have to speed through it. Because it would suck if she had, like, a Jasper level of adjustment. Where it just takes, like, mm -hmm. years. <laughs> but, right. Mm -hmm. um, but, so that's good. Whatever. You get to speed through that shit. Uh, most of breaking down part two though is spent like assembling a team of diverse gotta vampires. Get the team together. <laughs> gotta get the guys together one last time. Yeah. One of the blondes from the, the Ed, first Carlisle, movie. you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm in. I heard about that baby. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> a wolf and a baby? I never heard of such a team. I'm in. Uh yeah, so the one of the blondes from the wedding in the first movie, or in Breaking Dawn part one. Mm -hmm. Sees the baby, rats them out to the Voltari, thinking that they like turned a baby vampire, which is a yeah, big no-no. She's also pissed off because she was the mate of Laurent, the only other black vampire in the <laughs> series that got killed in the first first two. Despite the fact that they told her, "Hey, Laurent wanted to kill Bella and was like trying to help out Victoria," she's like, "No, of course not." And so when she's and so she was pissed off that there was like a wolf at the wedding and oh. then she fucking sees Renezme and wolf Jacob in a field. And on top of that, she sees that it's a child. So she assumes the worst. She's like, Hey, Voltari, there's an immortal child, which is wrong for lots of lore reasons. Like I guess immortal children just kill people and aren't discreet all the time. So historically immortal I, children all, are a no go. All you need to know about immortal children is imagine if you gave a toddler Superman's powers, like it would be bad because a toddler has no self-control and yes, would just yes. wreck the place and also isn't concerned about discretion. So everybody would know. So that's like, that makes sense. Like don't turn babies into yeah. vampires. <laughs> mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. she tells them that. And then the Voltari are like, well, time to go fucking kill this baby and finally get Edward. Because part of their uh, motivation this whole time is because they want Edward and Alice as part of their, as part of their X-Men force to a uh, Voltari. Government. They, yeah. Yeah. They could, they like pool together people with cool powers because not every vampire one has powers and two has really cool powers. So, well, yeah. Uh, I think, I think they all do have powers in this world. Emmett doesn't have powers. They all, they all have Emmett's, Emmett's strong. Emmett's, Emmett's strong, like extra strong. That's I think just his it, stats, I think. No, I no, no. I think, I think in, I think in the book, that's his, uh, that's his power. Uh, uh, what's her name? Emmett's girlfriend. Emmett's, Rosalie. Rosalie, her power is beauty. No, 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 no. Okay, those aren't tangible powers. Look it up. Those aren't powers. Look it up. Here's the thing. I've looked up some stuff, Brittany, so maybe I'm wrong. Oh, and maybe. so have I. <laughs> is that like, I think not everybody has powers. Some people do, and then they're very variable, but not every vampire has powers. Okay, I this is this is my thought on it. 
I think that every vampire has baseline powers, which are like the superhuman stuff, right? Well, yes, yeah. They all have like superhuman elements. And I think that they all have like Oh, oh. Okay, here we go. I, I was going to say I think that they all have like special abilities that are that are unique to each one of them, right? Is that correct? But the Voltari are only concerned with the truly unique abilities, like foresight mm -hmm. and mind reading. Yes, yes. Yeah, like okay. Carlisle's gift is an elevated sense of compassion. That oh no, fuck that. No, that's human not That's how he's a that's, that's, he's a, that's oh, how okay. Resisting maybe that's human the blood. book. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the book, but like I'm going to say at least in the film kind of lore, there's there's an absence of powers. Not everybody like who the fucking two guys that are with Rami Mal Malik in this movie. What are their powers? They have none. Um, like, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I'm going to, I'm, well, I'm okay. There is me. that one lady, that one lady can make people see whatever she wants them to see. And yeah. when she does mm -hmm. it to Edward, did you notice the monkeys in that scene are spider monkeys? What is, what does that have to Which, do with anything? Oh my that God, is relevant because spider monkeys in, are... the, in the, no, in the, in the fucking baseball in the, scene. In the, no, in the first Twilight. Or, or, uh, in the first Twilight when yes, he climbs on her back, there's a line. he goes, Hang on tight, little spider monkey. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. He's right. Yes. Oh, that is weird. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Go. It's it's pretty it's clever. Cool. And you, you wouldn't really get that that's more Shout of a out commentary. to the real fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't know. Uh, I, I mean, maybe people's powers are, like, unique but kind of lame in the same sense that, like, human beings, like, there are things that make us all distinct and unique, but you wouldn't call mm -hmm. them, like, special powers. You know, well, like they do. They do say hey, that. Don't, like, don't sell yourself short, Chris. Well, you know, OK, but here's the thing. Like, for instance, I, you know, whatever. I, I'm, I'm pretty good at making pasta, but I wouldn't go around being like my superpower is pasta making. <laughs> like, they, they do say that every time every human does technically have a power, but it's not like, you know, elevated to the point where you would say it's a power. And when you become a vampire, if you do have powers, um, it then becomes elevated, such as with Bella, where. I mean, Bella, I think, was almost even more of an exception in this point where nobody could use their power on her because she's a shield. And when she becomes mm -hmm. a vampire, her shield becomes stronger and she can pr project it. And I would assume that would even, uh, like, that would be in reference to Alice. So, like, maybe she just had a really good sense of something that was about to happen, like, on a fortune cookie kind of level. You know, where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm, I'm just going to mm -hmm. take, like, the right uh, instead of a left here just because I feel like it. And then she avoids a car crash or something like that. But when but she then when she vampire, became a vampire, she, she raven, see. yeah, and became that so raven. Yeah, but yeah. I think exactly. that same applies yeah. to the vampires. Where like <laughs> you, because uh, what's his name is like super strong or whatever, but he's not because Bella just transformed and she's stronger. Like yes. he's not she's he, a newborn because that's a newborn thing. But if newborns, he has like newborn but strength if, like all the time. Right, but if new <laughs> if newborns are that much stronger than someone whose specialty is strength. That he's not really that strong. I mean, like you could just turn somebody and be like, that's, "Fuck that dude true. up, <laughs> like kill I, him." I thought that's they were true. establishing that Bella's just stronger. Period. Like her stats are just better in, in strength than Edward. I thought so too. Her baseline, because that's what Edward's yeah. like. She's she's a lot stronger than you think. And I'm like, then the guy with the muscles twice her size. God damn it! But again, this is a power fantasy for girls. She's using so. spirit energy. Don't think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and and something that's unique uh, that I think is so dumb is the only thing that makes. Bella like look like a vamp like when Bella becomes a vampire first of all her hair's always done and like weirdly <laughs> like big and curled she has fake lashes now mm -hmm. um she wears makeup and she now dresses well good for her like that's vampire Bella <laughs> because she's a vampire like yeah, she yeah. knows how to dress but now. they do say that when you become a vampire you get really hot they they actually mm -hmm. that is part of the fiction is that you become did a they say that in the movie 
not in the movie. I don't think they do say that I'm a beautiful person. I like I'm beautiful. Therefore, I'm a really great predator. But I think because I did a little bit more research in this too, um, that uh, when you become a vampire, you become a hotter version of yourself. And so they even specifically yeah. said, like, if you're an ugly person, you'll become like a normal looking person. <laughs> you'll become like a medium attractive person. Okay. Like that uh, one guy in the Voltaire. Yeah, exactly. Well, that means then all, all that really means is that you're there when you become an immortal, you become the prime of whatever your current age is. Yeah. Which is funny because mm-hmm. like, again, Robert Pattinson doesn't have to be Robert Pattinson does not have to be this way at all. But it means that his like he has like no muscle definition and he's kind of like a soft boy. So like his prime was that, <laughs> you know, like his body was like, now you'll be the hottest you'll ever be, which is sort of a softy, <laughs> like, which is fine. Like I have no problem with Not everybody has to be ripped. Good for him. Even though they try to CGI like abs onto him sometimes, which I think is funny. It's like, don't do that. Leave him be. He's like from, he's from like the 1900s. Like they weren't muscle men back then. <laughs> like let him, let him I think be. in this movie, they CGI'd Emmett for a second too, when he's carrying that big rock. Mm-hmm. Like his, his just, muscles. Everyone's no, like yeah, in his face, like he kind of looks like Renesme for a second. Oh, weird. <laughs> oh, who we... did this? Who put the Renesme face on here? This wasn't that shot. <laughs> well, you know how actual like ripped dudes in movies do it, right? They get dehydrated. Right? They get super dehydrated, which causes the veins to bulge. So like Henry Cavill, they nice. have to like wean off of water until they're shooting. And it's like super, it's super dangerous and like, or yeah. Yeah, they have like people like wa- like monitoring their hearts and stuff. Um, yeah, that's what gives that look that like very skin tight muscle look, um, mm-hmm. is literally the, one of the most unhealthy things you could possibly do to your body, but, but yeah, they look so awful. ripped, you know? Um, <laughs> fuck yeah. So yeah, this, they, they, they assemble this team and they get a couple of Dracula dudes, which unfortunately from what you've just told me about looking the hottest, they must have been super terrible looking before they transformed <laughs> into vampires because they are a bunch, a couple of weirdos. <laughs> so the reason why they're getting together this team, though, is because of Voltaire are coming and the dumb terminology that they use is they're pulling together witnesses to see the miracle of Renesmee to prove that she's not an immortal child. She's actually a, a half human child that's growing. No one has ever seen this before. She's a mudblood. He- or yes, sorry, exactly. I, I mean a halfling. <laughs> And like this is like a miracle. This is like the fucking Virgin Mary kind of shit, where it's like come bear witness to this to this being that no one's ever seen before, that no one's anticipating. And some members of the family they're a little scared of it at first, but then fucking Renesmee touches their face, and then they're like, oh. And so they're gathering people from across the world. This is like a world uh, world crossing endeavor, fucking Indiana Jones style plane going over with a little arrow. They go see Academy Award winning Rami Malek um, hanging out in Egypt, being a weirdo. As he does moving water shapeshift or uh element he's airbender it's and an earthbender apparently he's an everything bender yeah it's so funny too because when he goes to leave it's like we can't do this for you carlisle he like goes to leave and then a bunch of big wall of water pops up and you can see remy malik he's like moving his hands he's like i'd like to hear (laughs) it's like why didn't you just like say hey i'd like to hear (laughs) and carlisle carlisle looks at the water like He's so unimpressed. Like, it's the most unimpressed Carlisle has ever been. And he's like... Yeah, okay, Mr. Compassion like, Power. Like, Yeah, yeah you're, you're searching for people to, like, listen to you. Here's the water guy. <laughs> look, the director probably didn't know what they were going to do in that moment. They were like, Carlisle, you're just going to look in that direction and then stop. And he probably didn't know what the CGI was going to be. So he just sort of mm-hmm. stares and goes, okay, <laughs> like, we'll talk. So they gather together weirdos. They get, like... Uh, indigenous tribes people they get irishmen <laughs> they get um 
these two people that I'm really enamored by, which uh, I took a screenshot of my story. It's these two vampires that are just like look modern dressed people. It's a man and a woman and they don't speak, but they do have names. But like one of them, yeah, one of them is a woman with like a short uh, haired cut and they don't have no speaking role, but they get two close-ups they get a close-up of when they show up and a close-up of when they leave and they don't get a speaking role in the entire film they have a name i forget what they are good money. i was just so yeah i was so curious about them because even the irish people one of the guys gets an irish line about the irish rebellion and that's it but these two people that were so important that they show up here they don't have a single line they don't even get like a gasp or something like that that would cost like, money that's why yeah, they, they right. gave him no lines. They were just like, we can't have you speak because that's going to be residuals. But they do have names. Like, they're in the credits with names. Yeah. And I don't know yeah. what the deal Deleted is. scenes, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Oh. So Perhaps. we also see, like, a rock Further star. Research. <laughs> Further research. Part two. <gasps> the rock star. We see, like, a rock star vampire. And we also see a Kurt Cobain vampire. You know what I'm talking about? That other guy who's like, I'll be in the attic. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. Okay. Yes. okay. Fucking, first off, the rock star vampire man is Lee Pace. Um, whom I he, I love that actor. I love Lee Pace. He was job. in Pushing Daisies. He was in Pushing Daisies. If you don't remember, uh, which was uh, the show that was unceremoniously canceled on ABC. Fuck you guys. And uh, <laughs> that was my fault. He, yeah, that was your fault. Um, and he is like the bad boy or something. And he talks about the British invasion. And he's like, I hated the first British invasion. And then he kills some guy that was singing like an Oasis song or some shit like that. Because he was turned. He was turned in the Revolutionary War. And, yes, or, yeah, and then he right. like fought in every American war since. But they they do make sure to point out that he was like kind of on the right side of every version of the the battle because he was yes, like I was yes. gonna kill Custard. It's like oh okay, because <laughs> for sure I thought you'd be a racist on the other side, but I guess there was this really pale guy that was like helping like the Indians at the time. So I don't know. They it, they shoehorn in a little love story for him too. Yes, he likes one of the the blonde the blonde cousins. ladies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And by the end of it, they're like cuddling, but like we don't actually, we just see them like have like excitement eyes that when they first talk to each other, <laughs> excitement and then, eyes. you know, like that, like, Ooh, yes. Ooh, there's something there. And, and then, then like she shocks him with a power when they're testing out their powers and, and then, it's kind of hot. Yeah, and then exactly. he's into it. And then during, during the fight scene, they're like, it's like don't do yeah, it. Like, you know, if how we they, make it all, out of this, we're going to fuck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he see the thing is he plays it right out of all the vampire characters where he gets like shocked. He gets tricked into like falling for the her power or whatever. He's like, I can take it, and then he gets shocked. Instead of being a little bitch about it, he's just like, I like that. I like a strong woman. <laughs> like he immediately <laughs> like gains the upper hand again where it's like, Whoa, this dude, he's learned a thing or two. Also, again, he's a murderer. Like many of these vampires that we've mentioned are. They have red eyes. Yes. They feast on and they just, you know, they play that they they're like, oh, they're got. They're not gonna murder here. They're they're fine. They're they they kill annoying dudes though, like that other guy with the acoustic guitar. <laughs> it's like that. Fuck he was that just guy. singing. He was just singing as he was walking down the street. It's time to murder this man. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's a douchebag, but does he deserve to die? I don't know. Can't think about it. They're doing they're doing that shock thing to try to uh, get Bella to use her shield powers, and when it's Edward's turn to try to like to get shocked, mm -hmm. Edward looks at Bella. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, how are you not protecting me yet? He's like, this, this hurts. Like, like, it's not like encouraging. It's like, we all know what we're like, Edward, you can take it. Mm -hmm. You're like, you're, you're doing that. But like, he's such a baby. Like, he, he's such a brat. <laughs> he's such a brat about it. And it's like, no, we're, this is all like, we all talked about doing this and we know it might not work at first. Like <laughs> give Bella some time to like, 
Is there like a dummy? Is, yeah, is there like a wooden dummy I can shield? Who's got like a fire power and I can try to shield it from fire, you know? So yeah. I want to bring this up now because this is my theory about uh, Bella as a character. Yes. She is modeled after drywall. That's her as a character is my grand theory. Now hear me out. She's modeled after drywall. She looks similar to drywall, very pale. She has no personality like drywall. Uh, if you've you're ever saying seen literally, it, literally drywall. Literally. If, if you, or like 99% drywall. If you had never okay. seen drywall before and it was introduced to you, you'd be like surprised at first. Be like, whoa, what's this new material? Like this isn't anything I've ever seen before. Uh, no vampire powers would work on drywall. Uh, you couldn't read drywall's mind. You couldn't make drywall feel pain. You wouldn't be able to read drywall's like soul or memories. Uh, you wouldn't be able to give drywall memories, which by the way, Bella somehow can see the memories of her child so that her blocking powers don't work. Um, <laughs> whatever plot hole. Uh, and if you were to stick drywall between someone you love and one of the vampires, their powers also probably wouldn't work. You know, like she could be able to shock somebody through a drywall. <laughs> so you can use drywall as a shield. God, that is perfect. That is a perfect comparison. Right. Yeah. And I think Please, dry she's yeah. drywall. <laughs> Please create and, a companion video essay about this theory, Chris. Please. And, and she's taking that drywall character to the fucking bank. Yeah, she made oh, so yeah. much money. And oh, I don't think yeah. this is Kristen Stewart's fault. She made so much money. No. <laughs> well, eh. Well, no, because someone was like, you should be in this movie franchise where you play drywall. And I think she was like, okay. And she accepted that. And like, the hey, man. Okay. She said to put that Iron and Wine song in that movie, okay? Give her some credit. <laughs> Which, yes. That is my favorite song of the of the that entire or, soundtrack, yeah. Yeah, that or the Radiohead. So uh, the Tom York shit. Step. Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, skip ahead here. Okay, but what really quickly though, Chris, because you did mention him, the uh, the Nirvana of Kurt oh, Cobain, Kurt Cobain Empire, the motherfucker from uh, what uh, what uh, across the universe. Oh yeah, yeah, across the universe. That's him, the blonde character yeah. from across the universe. For some reason, he's in oh. this movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I assume in the book he was a lot more of a character. Like, he literally has no reason to be in the movie. Um, he's, like, kind of a naysayer. and like, oh, none of this is going to work because oh, I'm a fucking alcoholic. I, I don't know. Like, I don't really have hope in anything anymore. And, yeah, he was uh, Max in Across the Universe. So uh, tip of the hat to him. Tip, tip wow. of the old hat. And um, just really tip quickly here, because when they're going to, like, assemble the team, it actually turns into a pretty good Volvo commercial. You know, you, you, the, the car makes a couple of appearances while they're driving around. Those cars going to handle pretty rough roads, and I just mm -hmm, think that mm -hmm. it's a pretty good Volvo commercial. So let's cut to the final battle now. They confront the Voltari in an open field because they're like, we're going to show them our witnesses. They're not going to kill this uh -huh. baby. In the same open field that they fought the newborns in in the last installment. Mm -hmm. It's good in, that they have this clips. Dragon Ball Z style <laughs> open environment where like we can just like fuck shit up and it's totally cool. Uh, so... Brittany, do you have you wanted to bring something up about this that you were like we got to talk about this final battle? Okay, well here's what we need to talk about. Okay. Um. So we first have like the meeting scene. We get the main Voltaire guy to touch Renesme and mm -hmm. see the thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. From there, we go into we get into battle, right? The battle fucking begins. Mm -hmm. We literally see Carlisle die. Head we see Carlisle die. His head ripped off. He gets burned. I'm screaming. Then, <laughs> then 
my next thing and this is the first time this entire movie that i'm like i love this movie fuck yeah let's kill some important characters yeah, like finally like, i feel like edward's there's stakes. face yeah edward is just like oh fuck and then they run in to go kill the fucking uh what martin sheen because they're like holy shit they killed our dad yeah they killed they killed like the most the best colon is carlisle yeah. and they killed him and then and then all of a sudden then jasper dies and it's like okay well he was racist anyways but like holy <laughs> shit like another colon died the wolf dies a all wolf the wolves dies. die yeah the wolf um, did the air the airbender <laughs> guy waits until the last second to do anything another wolf died <laughs> and then finally like finally this whole movie i've wanted dakota fanning to fucking die she dies That's right. yeah she gets she all dies. scared too and then and then alice we we cut to alice and the guy again and we realized oh Oh, none of none of it mattered. None of that happened. Alice was just showing him what would happen. They Dallased us. It was all a dream. Exactly. I was like, none of that fucking mattered. Fuck this movie. Everyone <laughs> should have died. <laughs> I was hoping I knew the instant Carlisle died. I knew it was a vision because I mean, obviously they set that up with Alice and they were never going to kill Carlisle off like that. And like so unceremoniously, so unceremoniously, but just with like the last one where like Bella should have just died. This movie, they should have just killed a ton. It been like consequences are huge for this moment. Mm-hmm. Tons of people died, and then have like people Jacob gonna make it out. Yeah, come back at the last second or something and save like uh, Bella and Edward so they they live and uh, they all reunited again. But their tactics for this fight, I don't want to like get too into nitty gritty, but it sucks. Like there's one girl that can yes. like look at you and make and like put you in crippling pain. Okay, well protect one of the wolves and the wolf after her. Take her out. Take her out of the game, like right away. Oh, because she, she can fuck up anybody just by turning, and they would get killed. So take her out of the game yes. right away. And they then even do on. talk about tactics a little bit, so they should have been thinking about this. Because Edward's yeah. like, they're probably gonna try to go after me and Alice first, because we can anticipate moves. So that's gonna be their first move. So yeah, like, who yeah. on their team should we be hitting up first? Like, what tactically we should be protecting the wolves? Mm-hmm. And if I was pain girl, I would just be cycling through the pain mechanic. Through everybody, because all it takes is yeah. a second for to make them feel pain. They're reeling for yeah. like fifteen seconds. Take them out, and then one of yeah, one of her teammates is going to follow up on that. And yeah. Just one two punch, boom 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 boom, boom exactly. Done. Yeah, just start boom, running boom, boom. through people. I do love the one Voltari who's just like he's about to get just killed. And he just goes yeah, finally, and then he dies. That's an example yes. of just one one word, one line of dialogue, character development, just instantly. Mm. Like who is this old man character? He's old man character who sits next to Martin Sheen. That's all we know about him. And yeah. then he says one word and then like, oh, I feel like I know who he is now. Seems like a decent <laughs> like dude. A, yeah, or like not even decent dude, but it's interesting that he's always wanted to die. He's and always like he's, wanted to die because he got turned at an old age and he's sick of being around all these hot people. And yeah, he's like, maybe. I'm so much fucking older than all these vampires. Like finally, let me <laughs> leave this world it's such an interesting character moment that happens with one line of dialogue so you know i again uh claps towards twilight for doing that i was turned into a vampire when my prostate was inflamed it's forever (laughs) inflamed i suffer the cousin girl the cousin girl however who reported the uh renesme incident is still dead that actually did happen and she is dead yeah consequences for her for sure Oh, uh-huh, shit, get uh-huh. hit. Yeah. You fucked up because you saw something that you'd never seen before and you thought it was a major crime. You did. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you Alice, fucking read Alice it out your family? Like, yeah. Alice saw that one coming and she was like, no, we can let that death go. Like, <laughs> fuck that cousin. Yeah, Jasper was like oh, about to walk into the field and then Alex grabs her, uh, grabs his arm and he's like, no, 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 wait. Oh, she's dead. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let this yeah. motherfucker die. Let her die okay. first. Now we're going. So it, with that context, so we reveal that it was all a dream. 
And then uh, Alice is like, yeah, that's right. If you fucking fight us, you're going to die. And then two, we've got these other witnesses here. Here's a half human vampire who's going to prove that uh, one, like Renesmee will age. She's not immortal. And two, she's not really a threat because he's just like, yeah, I'm a half human vampire, 150 years old. I'm cool. Don't worry about it. Um, so that, <laughs> so they were waiting in the woods. Also, nobody so gave basically... us like jackets or clothes. Like we were very conspicuous yeah, yeah. going through customs. They were waiting in the woods. Yes. So yes. They're... I love imagining that. <laughs> It's we can therefore infer that during the final batter, battle that fictionally happened, it didn't actually happen. When they saw that shit going down, they're like, "Okay, we're gonna leave these two guys, <laughs> these two guys, because they weren't there, and so they weren't in the final battle." So it's like, um, it looks like these guys are about to kill each other. So, Auntie, let's let's get out of here. Um, let's just walk away from these guys. Well, did you see that? They're fucking destroying each other out there. I guess I don't know what Alice brought us here for. That was a huge trip for nothing. <laughs> That's such a good point. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, th- these guys show up to prove, because I think Martin Sheen's concern is, we don't know what the fuck Renesme is, therefore we got to kill her. And then this guy's like, no, it's okay. I'm a half human, half vampire. I can eat blood or I can eat food. And I guess I'm immortal because I age, I matured at seven years old and I'm 150 years old. Nothing's happened since. So. It, I don't think there it mattered go. to him that she, the, the person's immortal. What matters is that they age out of being a child. Because yes. the child is the, yes. the part that's... We don't know what the child's going to do. They could give us away. So as long as they age out of that, everything's good. Yeah. They never even address or show us the child being hungry for blood or anything like that. They don't. No. You know? Or we don't they... even get to see the like dangerous side of her. Mm-hmm. We also have to infer, by the way, based on this child stuff, that the age of consent for vampires must be pretty young. <laughs> because they don't consider 17-year-olds children. We know that much. They're like, no, it's cool That's if you true. turn her. <laughs> Yeah, seven seven year old is old enough. One hundred and eight, still young enough. Still young enough. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Cool, cool. <laughs> Probably only if you're a dude, though. <laughs> That's we, one we, of the we, vampire laws. We still need the page. We still need the patriarchy here. You yeah, know? But yeah. only if thy is a dude. It's funny yeah. that um, <laughs> Elle Fanning or whatever she was turned at a pretty young age. Right? How old is she? Is in it Dakota? Dakota? Or was it Elle? Or sorry, it Dakota. Dakota. Yeah, she was turned yeah. at a pretty young age. Right. I don't know. She looks like she's supposed to. She looks like she's 14. Dakota Fanning Fanning will forever look 14, though. That's the thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but I'm just talking. Forgetting about the actress, but, like, the character has to be pretty young. If She she could have been, like, 18 or 20. I have no idea. Is Dakota Fanning a vampire? In real life? In real life? (laughs) Yeah. Like, wait, she hasn't aged in a while, you guys. She also sparkles in sunlight. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. She also, like, every time I've seen her, she's been, like, Hey, I see her. Hey, lot. spider monkey. And I'm like, what's that about? <laughs> That's weird. Anyway, I'm in line for coffee. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and the movie basically ends with like them walking their separate ways. And the, the speed mechanic is so goofy and dumb looking. Like their speed running. I hate it. I think it looks oh, so bad. Oof. So bad. Yeah. So the, the, the fighting's over. And the very end of the movie, Alice predicts the future. It's like, oh, everyone's going to live a long, happy life. Jacob is going to eventually be with that little baby. Fuck this child. Yeah, with this, this child. With the CGI CGI adult version of <laughs> <Yeah>. the child. <laughs> or she looks like a baby face still. Because like they, they couldn't get the CGI, right? It's like, oh, just use the baby's face again. So here's the thing. That actor, uh, the actual child Renesmee face, the, the actual yeah. Renesmee, she is old now. Or she's like 20 or 22 or something like that. And I mean, like, kind of got it right compared to her CGI face. Like, she does look like an old version of herself naturally. Okay. But it's still okay. uncanny. It still looks bad. 
it's it looks like, terrible. It yeah. just the the yeah the CGI is bad. Um, but what's really nice is we end with uh, Bella sharing Edward and hers life reel together. <laughs> And, and it's just like, oh, this is the montage of all the different significant moments in Twilight. And I'm over Look here how far sobbing. We've come. Sobbing like a baby. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa, we've come so far. In this last week that I've watched all these movies, we've come so far <laughs> together. And I'm just so, I'm and, like, I'm, oh. and I'm watching it. I'm watching it like, hmm, I wonder if they'll show the moment where like Bella almost died because she, and was anorexic. No? Okay. No. We'll skip that. <laughs> they, we'll skip that life memory. They should have shown like, three or four different like montage cuts though of like van like Hugh Jackman's Van Helsing hunting them just yeah. like really quickly in there just like trying to kill them and like Edward like strangling yeah. Van Helsing remember that summer that yes. we were hunted by vampire hunters oh that was crazy yeah it just never was that not it. in the movie oh okay I would love it that's the only change I'd make to the series is also just tie in a C plot that Van Helsing is hunting all of them and it's like all the drama's <laughs> going on too but also Van Helsing is like hot on their trail <laughs> like ready to kill these vampires and that's how the that, Voltari like that, are defeated. <laughs> that would be a great plot point. I love that plot. Yeah. So I watched the last two on Amazon because I wanted to get mm -hmm. some of that trivia information. You know, that, that It's overlay. so good. I hate how much I love the Amazon trivia. It's good. I wish other platforms, maybe they've trademarked it. I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. But I wish uh, that other places did this too. Um, a couple of really funny ones. So Robert Pattinson took a boat driving lesson so he would be able to drive the boat in the honeymoon scenes. Uh, despite taking the lessons for this, he crashed the boat in both of the lessons and while filming in Brazil. It was terrible. Wow. He also got his driver's license while filming Twilight for the first time as well. He didn't have either of that. His boating license makes sense. Who the fuck, you know, like, of course he got yeah. that while filming. But his driver's license is pretty funny that he never needed that. Needed to drive that Volvo to be in character. Yeah. He needed to. Hell yeah. Uh, another bit of my own trivia is when Edward leaves the note for Bella that he's going hunting or whatever, he writes the note in fountain pen, which means Edward carries a fountain pen with him wherever he goes. <laughs> Well, he's 108. You know, but you know it's so it goofy. It's like Edward. Modern pens are better. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> right. Uh, and then another hilarious piece of trivia that Amazon felt the need to tell me. Oh no, where did I put it? Oh, it's here. Okay, cool. cool. Uh, felt the need to tell me was um, in the final battle, everyone's dying. A general trivia popped up, and it was Dakota Fanning during filming of of uh, War of the Worlds. Tom Cruise gave her an iPod. <laughs> oh, you should know this while we watch this movie i was here's, like oh. here's a, a bit of interesting trivia okay. from another movie yeah good trivia about dakota fanning's life <laughs> i was like oh okay cool good to know so, i tried to research how much dakota fanning made from twilight and i could not find it really kept it a secret from us huh yeah a disclosed yeah. non-disclosed amount exactly because I, I feel like it had to be a lot because like there was like a lot of nobodies, you know, and Dakota Fanning is is not somebody, but she's not a nobody. At the time, she was more of a somebody back then. I bet, right? I right? bet she auditioned for, for Bella's role. I bet she did. She couldn't even afford an iPod, mm. you guys. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Tom Cruise had to give her one. I don't know. Um, so the I wonder whole if he had it engraved. The whole series <laughs> ends. Of you. Yeah. <laughs> the whole series ends with a fucking hilarious ending credit montage of every mm. single character who has ever been in all of these movies like every human character every like no name uh parent character every no name vampire character 
and they literally act as if it's like the most important thing like oh fucking the Lee Pace character and whoever the fuck was married to this person in this one movie as the song like a thousand years plays and they all have their own beautiful close-up as if it's like the fucking end of Endgame where they show all the all the fucking characters at the end of that one too. And it was hilarious because I have no idea who these people are. They were like, they had barely any lines, if any. And they're just yeah, like showing they, up. They have, the, they have the two people that I mentioned that don't have any lines that are named characters. And they're like, remember them? Remember oh, how far we've come? The fucking saga ends as we think about Kurt Cobain vampire and all these other guys. <laughs> Still in the ad. Yeah. I know it was like as the credits went on, it definitely got better. Like I definitely, I definitely applauded for Anna Kendrick. Um, <laughs> I was appreciative of all the energy she brought to the first three movies. My only, my final thoughts though on on Twilight in general. Just want to mm-hmm. get this out there. Yeah, please do. I feel like the worst crime like most media can commit is just being boring. You know what I mean? Like if it's just like not entertaining, you weren't taking big swings or whatever. Twilight isn't boring. I will give it that. <laughs> it is not boring. They take big swings and it was entertaining to watch. So I think I had a fantastic it. time. It was yeah. not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was not a chore to watch these movies. No. It not was at all. I, privilege. As much as I as much as I didn't uh I think they're trash. I I didn't thoroughly enjoy them for every bit of trash that it was. And I am very proud to own this twilight shirt and i'm proud of <laughs> joshua for buying the blu-ray yes yes the i did twilight saga it's incredible investment really it's only going to return and it, yeah and he I, bought it after having to download showtime or something yeah so that, that's what i did is i cashed it on a showtime free trial and then uh-huh. immediately canceled it but then on top of that, while I was watching the movies, I was like, well, the five disc like collection set is only like 15 bucks. And I don't ever want to be in a situation where I can't watch Twilight again if I want to. I think that's that's how I phrased it. It's like, you know, like streaming comes and goes. Sometimes they pop on and off. But like likely and this is goes to with what Chris is saying. I don't want to not watch these movies ever again. I'm like, OK, now I never have to watch Twilight again. Like, I'm probably going to want to like this comes mm-hmm. up into conversation, at least among our age group, like every couple of years where it's like, fucking, Twi- let's just put on Twilight, guys. Let's just put on one of the Twilights, you know, it's and fun to watch to with somebody. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So good for you, Twilight. Good for you. I do want to talk to Brittany a little bit more about wedding specific stuff. But I think mm-hmm. we should stop the recording and do like a short little bonus episode. So I just want to ask every everybody really quickly here. Uh, so Brittany, don't don't stop it yet. Okay. I see your finger on the on the button over there. <laughs> um, I was just getting too audacious so to be able to do it. Just as a quick check in here, Brittany, are you married? No. Joshua, are you married? Nope. Are you married, Chris? Chris? No. 